Welcome to the greatest movie ever. My name is Jamie. Thank you so much for listening today. Wherever you are listening, make sure to press that follow button so you never miss a future episode. You can follow the podcast on Instagram and on Facebook at the greatest movie ever podcast. Today, we are discussing our greatest comedy movies ever. How it works, we're going to take it in turns going over our top 10 list. This episode is part one, as there's just so many comedy movies to choose from. This episode will be comedy movies from the 20th century, from 1901 to 2000. How it works, we're going to take it in turns going over our top 10 list. Depending on where a film ranks on that list, it will get a point. First place gets 10 points. Second place gets nine points. Third place gets eight points and so on. The highest scoring movie at the end will be declared the greatest 20th century comedy movie. So let's get into it and find out which movie will be declared the winner. But yes, we are here. We are joined with Taryn, Mercedes and Aaron. Unfortunately, Jared and Kieran have been kicked off the podcast after last week's debacle with the comic book <laughs> adaptation so fuck you all they're gone no, really <laughs> they, they can't be here this week but we drafted in um taron from grapple cast yes hello here in I the with my renegade network there they are <laughs> the renegade yes. network of podcasts yes <laughs> we are here to talk about the greatest comedy movies ever 20th century 1901 to 2000 uh, Taryn, you've listened to him before. You know how it works. You're going to rank them one to ten. Talk about them if you want a little bit. Uh, don't go on too long like some other people do. <laughs> and then um, he says then, that yeah. with the amount of honourable mentions I've got to get through, let alone the top ten. <laughs> and that's just Jim Carrey films. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, forgot about him. Hang on, let's get another few out there. <laughs> um, so we'll always go alphabetically. It's um. It's always good to have Aaron go first, just to set oh, the I'm mood, set the tone. Aaron <laughs> will be last, so it will go Aaron, Jamie. I usually Jamie finish last, Taryn. so that's all right. I've not got me. enough time now <laughs> to think about things. Um, we're going to go over our top <coughs> 10 films. So, Aaron, to kick us off, let's do this. Do it. Um, let's go for the honourable mentions. I've got so many honourable mentions there. Um, I've got Blues Brothers and Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. Are the only on the is, that... <laughs> is this gonna is this gonna be like categories? If we've got the same, do we not get a point each or do we get a bonus point? <laughs> we never played categories before. Why is everyone no. looking at me so confused? What? Categories. What we play work all the time. We don't do any work where I work. We just play <laughs> categories. You get given a letter and then there's questions like um name a fruit or a part of the body or something that will be in your office and it all has to be the same letter and if anyone else has got the same then you lose a point or you deducted a point so well, no straight... i mean the object of the game is to get the most points to make that film win <laughs> so we need the same films <laughs> if we had 40 films that were all completely different and we were just all tied on the same amount of points of but the winning film it... this week is 10 points <laughs> but then doesn't it make for cracking discussion and content <laughs> <laughs> so two films in your honorable mentions aaron yeah um, i'll go sure. to my number t- i go to my number 10 um i couldn't leave gene wilder out uh so i've gone hear no evil see no evil or see no evil be on choice um yeah gene wilder rich Pryor. it's just one of them stories that's just so unique back then it's just so funny uh both 
well, Richard Pryor certainly in his prime and uh, Gene Wilder like coming up like so many comedies. A young Kevin Spacey as well, <laughs> strangely enough. I'm uh, sure he's the bad guy as well, isn't it? But yeah, that's what I've gone through first. See no evil, hear no evil. Okay. I think I've only ever seen it once years ago. I haven't um, seen it. It's it, the one where they pretend that they're blind. It's the late eighties. No, they're not. Well, one they're of not the, the actually are blind and deaf, aren't they? Yeah. No. So yeah. So one's uh, blind, one's deaf. Yeah, and then like they have to get them through like a, a crime. Like they get just in this huge rigmarole. Um, it's just good. Really good. Okay. Well, I'll go through all of my. I mean, I've got about thirty films on here. I had to cut some of them out of my honorable mentions, uh, but. Um, I'm just going to name them all anyway. The ones that didn't make it, Meet the Parents, Liar Liar, The Mask, Little Nicky, Breakfast Club, Bill and Ted, Dumb and Dumber, Mrs. Doubtfire, Some Like It Hot, Kindergarten Cop, There's Something About Mary, Sorry Tavin, The Naked Gun. Um, on the on the shortlist that just missed out, Bring It On, Cable Guy, Billy Madison, Clue, Road Trip, Dude Where's My Car, Heathers and Rush Hour just missed out. I mean, there's just so many to choose from. But Is just making them road trip on this on this section. Oh man. Yeah, uh, just making it number ten again. I had to include it because he's on the podcast. It's airplane. Leslie Nielsen oh. is on the is on the podcast. Oh, <laughs> I suddenly I suddenly feel rather glad that I took my valuable time this evening to join this little discussion. <laughs> uh, like I said, I love Aeroplane. Uh, I watch it at least once a year. I made Mercedes watch it last year, and every time it's on Comedy Central, I always put it on. It's just one of those films that's just so quotable and so fucking amazing. I'm sure we will talk about it a little bit more later on when somebody else has got it somewhere else, but. Um, Aeroplane. I mean, just 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 for having the line in there of, um, how would you like your coffee, milk or like thing? It's just basically, I take it as I take my men black, black like <laughs> I take my man. <laughs> and it's just the two children line. on there. It's just there's so many great lines like talking jive. Um, <laughs> it's it's just so great. And um, no, that my favorite line of it all is obviously um these people are so sick and it's like what did they have for dinner um they had the choice between the, the meat and the fish ah yes i remember i had lasagna <laughs> it's, such a great line. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely one of my favorite lines that yeah uh, but yeah airplane is number 10 for me mercedes Okay, um, I had like a list of like 30 films after this morning going, oh, I can't do it. I've not had a chance to make a list. And then it went a bit crazy. Um, but I've, I've, I've whittled it down. But I will just r- rattle off my um, my honourable mentions as well. Um, Kindergarten Cop, uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, There's Something About Mary, Wedding Singer, Three Men and a Baby, Father of the Bride, George, George, George of the Jungle. <laughs> <laughs> Bring It On, It Happened One Night, Cool Runnings, Ghostbusters, 10 Things I Hate About You, Sister Act, Meet the Parents, Dude Where's My Car, Road Trip, and Clueless are the ones that didn't make it. (laughs) Um, I just want to clarify as well that Jingle All The Way is a very, very honourable mention for me, but it's a Christmas film, so I couldn't put it on there. But it's still a comedy. Yeah, I I found it tricky with certain films. And same with Beetlejuice. I didn't include Beetlejuice because it was on the Halloween one, but... I didn't include rom-coms, really. Um, yeah, I didn't. And I, I didn't thought, put well, When Harry Met that. Sally on there either because it was a rom-com. And yeah. it's sh- and it shit. So, my best friend's shit. Also, <laughs> <laughs> um, but my number 10, um, I couldn't leave it off the list because it's um, it's like one of the 
one of the original best comedies. Um, Some Like It Hot. Um, it's just brilliant. Um, Marilyn Monroe, Jack Lemon, and um, Tony Curtis. Oh, it's just it's just such a laugh the whole way through. Such a great cast, and they just work so well together. So yeah, some like it hot. Nobody's perfect. Classic. Okay, Taryn, welcome to the show. Tell me Hello. where you're from. How are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm from your mother. Anyway, <laughs> right. Let's have a look. <laughs> Honourable mentions. I think I've got about 18. I'm just going to rattle through them. This is this was really hard, this. I don't know why I agreed to be on this. I thought, oh, yeah, I'll be able to get a list of 10 together. Soon turn to 30. Imagine if I actually did it all in one list. There's just too many to actually do all of it, like including the newer films as well, like 21st century. It's ridiculous the amount of honourable mentions that we've yeah. got. It's just... Absolutely. Right, what have we got? We've got on the honourable mentions, It Happened One Night... Billy Madison. Made me drop out of college, that film. (laughs) Why? (laughs) Well, let's be honest, it did it, did it? (laughs) No, but literally... a bit of a more pressing matter called A Child. (laughs) But no, it's like, we we had to, like... Because me and Taryn went to Lancaster together and we did film studies. And there was one thing where, like, the film that we're looking at... Jamie did it it for It happened one night. Two months. And it was like we traveled to Lancaster and it was like, oh, the film nights are here. So literally, I had to travel up just to watch the film and then go back. I could have watched that fucking home by myself. And it was it's an great, awful film. That's why I have a degree in film studies, just because I could just watch quality films all the time. And then the night before my dissertation's due, write a 10,000 word dissertation on the representation of black and African Americans in the horror film genre and just about passed my degree. <laughs> there we go. Wow. <laughs> Great. It happened one night. I mentioned that. Billy Madison, The Waterboy, scary movie. That's such a shit film. I don't even know why I put that in there, but that's so shit. But <laughs> that just about made it. Meet the Parents, Life of Brian, controversial. Some people probably have that on their top 10. South Park, Bigger, Longer, Uncut, Ace Venture, Pet Detective, American Pie, Groundhog Day, This Is Spinal Tap, Austin Powers, Galaxy Quest, Big, Beetlejuice, National Lampoon's Vacation, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Jingle All the Way, and The Cable Guy. So there's Cable your, Guy! <laughs> there's can, we just talk, can we just talk about Cable Guy? Because I really wanted to, just because of the whole Ben story. Yeah, go on. The it's Sam Sweet and trial. <laughs> he, he was speaking in another language. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was Asian. <laughs> I remember you showing me that, but that does that's not really. Have you never seen Cable? It was an Asian gig. No, I, I've seen it years ago, and then Jamie just randomly said about that Asian quote, <laughs> and I said that's not real. There's no way that's real. <laughs> I mean, the worst part is there's nothing to do with the film. It's just an extra thing just thrown in there because Ben's still a director. He just threw in this. It's just the ongoing narrative in it throughout yeah. of the, the, sad, the sweet oh brother. Oh, my God, my twin brother's been shot. I think it was an Asian gig or something. <laughs> Asian. Oh, no, see, maybe that should have made me top ten. No, it doesn't. It don't make top ten list. You can't put the cable guy in the top ten list and not number ten. Oh. No. Number 10 for me um, is my only children's film on the list. Um, but I think it absolutely warrants, well, it's certainly a comedy, it absolutely warrants being on the list. So my number 10 is Toy Story. Nice. Um, well, I mean, what hasn't been said about Toy Story already? I know you guys spoke about it before in your animations list. I, it's just one of those films where 
I don't want you can be any age to enjoy it to start with. It's hilarious regardless of our age. And there's bits in there that shouldn't even be funny. There's that fucking shark. Why is that funny? Why is that funny? And there's, <laughs> and there's a bit where they're all like getting excited over Buzz and it just cuts to Slinky Dog and he goes, oh, godly Bob out it. And he just goes, oh, shut up. I just, you know, like I said, what hasn't already been said about, about Toy Story, but for, for me, I, I'm not a massive Disney fan. Um, I prefer some Pixar films to others. There's a lot that I don't like. Um, I, I just think, you know, for being the first, for being the first Pixar film or first feature length, for it to be so good and for the comedic value to be there for all ages, to me, doesn't warrant it just being an honourable mention. I think it's got to be in a list of the best comedies of all time, regardless of the fact that it's an animation. Okay. Nice, first yeah, round, oh. nice and quick as well. I mean, I'm not going to lie, this is going to be pretty quick. <laughs> so, Aaron, number nine. Um. So, my number nine is yeah. the only Adam Sandler film on this list for me. Which one is he going for? Big Daddy. <laughs> the one that nobody picked. Man, no, this no. is good. <laughs> I watched, I watched you know Daddy. what else is good? Smoking dope. <laughs> I watched Big Daddy so many times when I was younger. It's one of my most quotable films. Um, and Cole and Dylan's spouse, who knows which one it was, one of them <laughs> in there. But there's so many funny things in it. Like, uh, I was literally in Stanley Park the other day and I was thinking like, when you see like all these roller skaters, I was thinking, imagine how funny it would be if you actually did the scene. Oh, what's the actor called? I forgot what he's called now who plays the delivery chap. Rob Schneider. Rob Schneider, of course it is, yeah. See, he makes that for me. He pop up on them. Daniel, you give him the easy ones. Fish, pony. Big Daddy, though, I think. There's better Adam Sandler films than Big Daddy, though. That was that's his worst one out of them. It's still good. I watched over and over again. There's definitely worse Adam Sandler films than Big Daddy. No, from the nineties, like in this to be on this list. Little Nicky's worse than Big Daddy. Oh, Mercedes <laughs> definitely got that on that list. Ab- absolutely, it is. I'm not Nicky. <laughs> Thing is, I feel like Big Daddy you can watch more than Little Nicky. Like Little yeah. Nicky gets annoying. Like it doesn't. It, what I about ang- his it. anger management? Come in the flask. Yeah. Is anger management after 2000 or is that late 90s? I think that's 2000 exactly. So, oh, that's shit yeah. anyway. <laughs> um, speaking of shit, my number <laughs> nine is Scary Movie. Oh, <laughs> it has to go on there. I mean, I mean, as as you all probably know, I, I probably quote it at least once a day. Like Scary Movie, it's like it's so fucking good. It's not like obviously like I said Scream's one of my favorite films of all time, but to parody it in the way they did and actually be funny. And it's not just Scream, they do. I know he did last summer, they do. I can see all the, I'm going completely blank on what else they did in in scary movie. But um I absolutely love it. And again, like Doofy's one of the great, greatest comedy characters ever. <laughs> no running, blind night. 
it literally defined like the amount of times that we spoke about it and just quoted it. It's just thinking about it, we're scary of it. If you were to put this is really out there now, but if you were to put a list together, well, it is an idea for a podcast, a top ten list of films. This is a good idea, <laughs> but of movie twists of all time. Like yeah. that's quite a decent twist at the end of Scary Movie for Doofy being revealed mm. as the killer. So you know, I think when the people first watch it, it as well, yeah, yeah. yeah, well, exactly, yeah. So it would oh, never yeah, get credited now. Yeah, well, it would never get credited because of the type of film that it is, because it's a spoof movie. Mm. But I bet a lot of people, especially who were old enough at the time to go to the cinema and see it, probably didn't see the end coming, and that's mm. probably quite a decent twist in itself. It's a great film, yeah. and uh, again, it's just one of those, like you said, how shit it is. Like, Because, to be fair, it is, but it gave us Anna Faris, who's fucking amazing, and she's in so many great comedy movies. And it spawned, I mean, granted, four lesser uh, scary movie movies. Um, like number two All right, okay. Buffy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, how many times do I say, all right, Buffy? Um, and nobody even oh, knows what I'm fun. talking about. But <laughs> yes, yes. he's doing the uh, the Miss T pageant. Here she comes, Miss T. Such lovely tits. All right, Buffy. It's just a great film. That I tell you, franchise is quite quotable. Maybe not the fifth one. I've only ever seen that once. But all the way, certainly up until number three. That that's yeah, quite. I, I sometimes quote. quote number three. Cindy. The TV's leaking. <laughs> Cindy, this bitch messing up my flow. Cindy, another white girl fell down a well. <laughs> <laughs> it's the whole thing of it's ridiculous. But the start of number three, where he's just poking the uh, the girl, it's like, "Are you okay?" And the head just falls off, and she's like, "Are you okay?" <laughs> <laughs> Wrong it's foot. Just, yeah, that's number four. But yeah, scary movies just it has to go on the list as one of the great comedies because. I love horror, and it's boost horror, so I had to include it. Mercedes. I'm, I'm just, like, checking dates, uh, like, years for other films for the next list. Um, right, okay. Um, my, um, pardon? I said we're still on this list first. Jesus. Yes, I know, I know, I know, I know. Um, my number nine um, is probably not something that someone would consider one of the greatest comedies of all time, but it's just one of my favourite comedies and I love love watching it, probably watch it every couple of years and uh, that's Mallrats. Um, I just absolutely adore Kevin Smith and the VOSQ universe and um, he may appear again at some point on this list, but um, yeah, I just love Mallrats and um, Ben Affleck's hair in that film and just all the chaos that goes on and Michael Rooker's character. um, I don't know if anyone else um, remembers Michael Rooker's character in the film, but um, he's a TV they, uh, host, isn't he? Like the game show host or whatever. I think so, yeah. Show. And he's he's somebody. I think he's somebody's dad, one of the girls' dads. And um, there's just this amazing moment where they get this revenge on him by um, oh, one of the characters like just puts his hand on his pants for ages, um, and then and shakes his hand, and then um, and then he then goes and eats like some really chocolatey treats, and then licks all over his hands. <laughs> It's classic, absolutely brilliant. But yeah, more rats. I love it. I've uh, with the uh, Kevin Smith films. I tried to watch uh, Clerks and Jay and Silent Bob, but I don't. I don't know because I listen to his podcast a lot, and uh, I thought I'd really because I really like Kevin Smith. Yeah, uh, I like his comics as well, but I, 
his films just didn't click. Clerks is okay. I think that's the his worst film. Because they're hard to find because he owns them, doesn't he? Weinstein owns them. So they're hard to find. Yeah, or Miramax. Um, but no, I said the Jane Silent Bob reboot was okay. I love Jane Silent Bob Strike Back. Uh, Morats is really good. Clerks is... Ugh. And I haven't seen shock, Chase I'm and Amy. Shock you. I've never seen a Kevin Smith film. You, well, you know, you know who Jane Silent Bob are, though. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I know they've just done the re. The is it the third one, which was a reboot? Yeah, exactly. third one, yeah. Jane Silent Bob reboot. It's like the seventh film in the series. Yeah. Oh, right, oh god. <laughs> um, I'll tell I'll, you later on which one to start with. Anyway, I didn't say it because. <laughs> is is film of Kevin Smith? Which one's that? He like. It's like a co- advertised as a comedy, but it's horrible. It's like Justin Young and the dude from the Tarantino films, like Kill Bill, Hateful Eight. Like, what's his name now? Michael Madsen. No, he's like the old guy. Um, I, I, can't, I know what you mean. I can't think what he's called. Um, but he's like, he basically says like to a guy like, "Oh, you can live here, but you've got to be a walrus. But I'll give you like food, whatever, <laughs> like this." Someone put it on Twitter. And then Kevin Smith made a full movie about that one tweet <laughs> on it. And um, it was just, but he turned it into this like crazy horror where like by the end of it, the guy, the guy literally like turns this guy into a walrus. It's horrible. <laughs> horrible film. What's it, what's it called? Tusk. Oh, Tusk. Oh, T-U-S-K. It, yeah. 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 Okay. Right. Taron, number nine. <clears throat> number nine. Planes, Trains and Automobiles. Wow. Yes, I finally watched it. I only saw this for the first time last year, I think it was, and I've seen it about 10 times (laughs) in the space of a year. It's such a... It's one of them films where, yes, there are laugh-out moments, but it's just one that you smile to from beginning to end. You know, yeah. a, thing, a big thing about comedy is it doesn't have to be, although certainly towards the end of my list as we start getting up to the top films, I have chosen films that are laugh-out moments more or less all the way through. This is just a smile-all-the-way-through film. You, you have got your standout moments, like when Steve Martin's character is swearing and getting his air off when he's doing the higher vehicle, and then obviously when the share in the bed in the motel at, near the beginning <laughs> of the film and things like that. But again, it's just a it's just a, a feel good film, and obviously, am I right? So is it John Hughes who did Plain Trains and Automobiles? Yeah. yeah, exactly. So you can see the the styling from there. Family, well, I say family film. I'm sure he says fuck more than once in it, but you know what I mean. It's um, it's a holiday film, film, isn't it? Yeah, it's exactly. Thanksgiving, isn't it? Thanksgiving, exactly. You 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 can watch it all together, um, and like I say, it's. It, it's got again one of those endings where there's the little moment at the end, you know, where you find out again. I can't remember what John Candy's character's called, but you know, you find out about his living situation. Won't spoil it in case anyone hasn't seen it. Um, and now he's accepted into their family home at the end, even if it is just for a Thanksgiving meal. Um, it's just a really, it's just a really done, uh, you know, well, well done film. And I think that mixture of the, you know, lightheartedness throughout with your standout laugh out loud moments. Certainly, to me, I think since I've seen it, put it's it's a different type of film, but it puts it above Home Alone for me, which I didn't think I would do. Just on the narrative side of things, it's a it's a bit more adult. It's a bit more understanding if you are it. an adult. Yeah, it's not slapstick, and there's nothing wrong with slapstick. And don't get me wrong, I love Home Alone. Um, I just think it's a better film. It's slightly better written. Are you saying it's um, John Hughes' best film? Well, um, I don't know. I don't know if I go that far. 
No. But Have you got something else higher than it? Not necessarily. Aaron <laughs> <laughs> <But, laughs> No, I... No, I'll reserve comments on that. Okay. <laughs> However, it's my number nine. I think, uh, yeah, I think it definitely deserves a place on the list. Aaron, number eight. Number eight is the film that I watched today. Uh, just randomly came across on Disney Plus, like I was saying. It's Office Space. Um, I'm going to need you to come in tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> so I keep I kept seeing this film like on so many lists, like when I was just like looking for the 20th century ones. And I just saw it on Disney Plus. I was like, whack it on. Let's see what it's like. And oh my God, it's amazing. It's Slater so Gordon in a film. <laughs> well, I was going to say, it reminds me of a place that rhymes with Hater and Horden. <laughs> Slater Gordon, two a T. Like, of just like, you have eight different managers and they just like care about the stupidest things <laughs> winding down at you. But, and then you just have that feeling, what if I just quit? Like, what if I go now? Um, but I think it had more, I thought, from when I was first watching it, and I thought it was just going to be as simple as that, like, oh, this guy's just going to quit and it's just going to be a bit funny from there. But there was a lot more to it when they added the whole thing of, like, them stealing money from the company and Jennifer Aniston's character in it. Um, prime Jennifer Aniston, like, 1999, Friends Jennifer Aniston. There's, there's so much like there's so many parodies of it as well like if you watch like family guy or anything like that like, the whole printer scene is like been parodied so many times you know where because yeah. it's from office space isn't it where they get the printer and just start being up with baseball bats and stuff yeah I, it's well emily was in like halfway through i was watching it it was like oh that's a meme that's a meme but she's not seen it like but, like i was like oh yeah because um, obviously sure. that, that scene I said before was like, I'm going to need you to come in tomorrow. That guy, right? I'm sure. Right, He's in sure. everything. <laughs> or that's what Christian Bale referenced for Bruce Wayne. Like, <laughs> like him. Like Bruce Wayne, like in the Dark Knight films. I thought you were going to say American Psycho. Oh, yes, oh, no. Well, even maybe, but... Uh, especially like Bruce Wayne it was like just so weird like I was so obnoxious and uh, just the way he spoke and everything but the other guy from Barry what's he called he was so funny Ripped, it? was not so Rip Torn is it Rip Torn no no he's dead he's dead <laughs> when did he Rip is. Torn die when did what? I miss it it's, it's not Rip Torn is it it's, um, oh he died I, in I, 2019 Rip Torn why I, did I, I miss that I want to yeah. say Wayne Knight but it's not Wayne Knight is it it's, no, it's, the guy is very yeah. similar to Wayne Knight yeah, you know Wayne Knight's from Space Jam yeah uncle yeah but yeah it's, it's, it's so good um, you've all seen it then yeah no. no, I haven't. But uh, right. I was just looking at it on IMDb. It looks quite fun. So I'll I that. will add it to my list of things. Stephen Root, yeah. that's what he's called. It's the dude who did like Beavis and Butthead and King of the Hill. Ah, uh, uh, yeah. Made a film, but uh, no, it's, it's brilliant. Absolutely. Especially if, you, if you've if you ever worked in an office as well. I think I watched it before I worked at Tater yeah, and Horden. It's kind of like so. waiting, isn't it? Like when you watch Waiting after working in a restaurant, the Ryan Reynolds yeah. one, that's so funny. Or, uh, well, no. I was going to say the John Cusack film, but it's nothing like that working in a record. What, High Fidelity? Yeah. <laughs> we should make a film about working at HMB. 
It'd be great. Yeah, right. <laughs> and then Taron would just walk in and just be like, fucking overpriced. <laughs> yeah. I'd walk in and go, oh, yeah, no, no, very good, very good. Shells are fully stacked because they haven't fucking sold anything. That's why. <laughs> no, and then I'd be like, that, I'm fucking working on my horse every day. <laughs> I, I, I want to buy this film, this film, this film, this film, and this film. So I've made a note of them, so I'll go home and I'll load them online where they're half the price. <laughs> you know, I'd much rather wait that couple of days for delivery. Make me sick. Um, and this perfectly entitles what I think of that, and it's Clueless. Oh. <laughs> well, My number eight is Clueless. It's such a great film. I was like, I absolutely... I don't think I included it in here. I didn't. It was between this and Heather's. Heather's I included on my 80s one. And I absolutely adore Heather's. I love it so much. But I can only pick one. And I was like, in regards to comedy, I'd have to include Clueless over Heather's because it's more funny. Um, And I had to include like a chick flicky one in there because that's who I am. Um, But Clueless is amazing. It's so many different cameos in there. Like... Starting out, Brittany Murphy, obviously Alicia Silverstone starring, and then uh, Turk from Scrubs, Donald Faison, and Brecklin Mayer as well. Um, and it's just, it's so great, like in quotes, a poor Rudd as well. So I don't know why I was going to say, poor Rudd, Ant Man himself. Yeah. Um, just so many great quotes in it as well. Like, and I absolutely love it. I've got the special edition up there somewhere. They've just yeah. done a 4K release, I think. Yeah, it's the one I've got. Oh, is it? You don't even yeah, own a 4K, t- uh, 4K player? Oh, you do now, you PlayStation. PS5. Have you actually watched <laughs> any you. 4K films yet? Not yet. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> um, Mine are mostly safe. Uh... I, don't, I don't want to watch them for some reason. Because I'm scared of being disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I got a 55 inch 4K telly and I've got my PS5. I do want to watch it, but it needs to be a special film I watch. And I want to actually watch a film that's made for 4K, not upscaled to 4K. Yeah. So it has to be the right film. Well, and, I don't, said, I watched, and, I, and I don't want to watch Tenet again. I watched The Wizard yeah. of Oz 4K the other day and it looked fantastic. It looked like it was filmed yesterday. So yeah. that's, nice. a, that's a good copy to start with. Yeah. But Clueless yeah, is Clueless. number eight. Is based on Emma as well, Jane Austen. It is. Mm, it is yeah. a bit of Shakespeare. Um, <laughs> I like. <it. laughs> that just went over Aaron's head, didn't it? That one. What? I went a what? bit of Shakespeare. And it wasn't Shakespeare. <laughs> <Jane Austen. laughs> um, but yeah. Anyway, Mercedes. Um. Okay. Yeah. Um. My number eight is the Claw. Liar, liar. Um, it's the claw. It's the claw. gonna get you. And who's that, Taryn? The claw. <laughs> Doctor Gordon. Is <laughs> <laughs> it Ke- Kerry? Or what, Kerry what's he called? El- Elwes. Yeah, yeah. Yules. I never know how you pronounce his surname. Um, yeah, you can't have um, this list without having a bit of Jim Carrey on there. Um, so gotta be Lila. It's probably my favourite comedy. Um, I love the Truman Show, but I feel like there's more like more emotion in there with the drama so I didn't class it in the comedy section but um Lila it's classic classic Jim expressing everything he can possibly express I love the oh. scene with the pen when he's trying to write in the wrong colour <laughs> trying to write the wrong uh, the wrong colour of the pen down the pen um, I'm holding in my hand it's really yeah. blue. 
that's the one yeah and um um the lady that you know is in the lift grid and all that stuff and it's just absolutely brilliant and obviously has a lovely little message at the end of it but yeah my favorite thing about liar liar is the the credits and again, it's one of those things I do all the time. It's obviously like the, the whole goose of it all. And he just walks up and goes, Mrs. Cole. <laughs> a goose. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, uh, the whole film, I love it. I agree. I think the, the best part of Lie Liar is the credits because the film ended and I didn't have to carry on <laughs> watching that film. No, I'm joking. It's definitely one of the better Jim Carrey films. I do enjoy it. It's, it's one of those films that's always on around Christmas as well, so you always have to watch it because it's on. It's always on ITV two, ITV two, <laughs> but at like two o'clock in the afternoon, so they have to cut like fifty percent of the film out. Yeah, then it's spliced together. So if anybody's watching it for the first time, it can't make any sense because one minute he's in the courtroom and then the credits are running, and then you think, "Hang on, I missed half the film." <laughs> um, so Taryn, to finish off number eight. Number eight, I've gone for a 80s classic, and it is none other than, it's the best of the three, it's Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Woo! That's my number eight. Um, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Probably saw it for the first time in the mid-90s, probably when I was about six or seven, and fell in love with it. I mean, it's stupid, isn't it? And it, and it needs to be stupid. And that's why it works because if it was anything but it wouldn't work but it's clever as well um at the same time they so they could have so easily gone you know a different route with the film and i think you know the mixing in with the historical characters the way in which they they go about it you know it's it's a coming of age story really for them as well isn't it you know and i it, it just works it works so well specifically for him I don't think this is going to be controversial i think keanu reeves is an absolutely awful actor i think he's terrible <laughs> but he works so well in Bill and Ted just because, I, you know, yeah. you could play that type of character. I, I wouldn't say quite easily. He could just play them <laughs> very, very well. And and again, for Alex Winter as well. I know yeah, that specifically... I think it's best role ever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which <laughs> might not be saying much, depending who you ask. <laughs> um, but I, I, I'd be hard-pressed to find somebody who's seen Bill and Ted who wouldn't at least say that they enjoyed watching the film I, I don't think anybody would turn around and go oh no no that that was an awful film i'll never watch that again um so i i think it yeah it definitely deserves its place i was toying whether or not it would go a little bit higher up on my list um i maybe could have swapped it with number seven um, but we'll see <laughs> but no i'm quite happy with it staying with number eight yeah bill and ted's excellent adventure mm. bogus journey is a brilliant film as well i enjoyed face the music for what it was it was never going to yeah. be as good as either of the first how two. great was samara weaving though yeah well yes yeah, yeah. good casting but i was gonna say like yeah, um, controversially i prefer bogus journey over excellent uh, i don't know what is wrong with you no, but it's a it's a good film i, I do like yeah. bogus death's in it death's one of the best characters yeah, yeah. I like the second one more. Yeah. I feel really guilty. I've missed Bill and Ted. I've just completely forgot about it. Strange things are further in a circle again. He missed Bill and Ted, yet he put a film (laughs) on that he's only seen for the first time today on his greatest. (laughs) (laughs) No evil here, no evil for sure, to be fair. I would would that shit. Get it off. Get it swapped. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so what is seven then? What did make it? What... What else knocks Bill and Ted off your top ten? We're going for the big boys. Big Lebowski. 
It's just an absolute classic. It's so, so funny. Um, I watched it for the first time probably about, it was only probably about a year ago that I watched it for the first time. And uh, it's it's just amazing casting. The story is just epic for it. And it's, it's John Goodman's character, though, that's just... It just mm. makes it hilarious like, all the way through um, for it. And it's one of the, them films that's like not on your face funny, but it's like hilarious though, at the same time. I never got the hype. I didn't enjoy it. Is that that, <laughs> just is that, that bowling film? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> See, not, I thought bowling, it would have been... Bowling for Columbine was funnier. <laughs> oh, Jesus, where <laughs> Christ almighty. <laughs> I just think that film would have been better if they'd have centered it more around the crown green version of bowling. <laughs> you know? I mean, there is a film called Black Ball, which is all about English. I think bowling. I've seen that quite a uh, while right. ago. But Johnny um, Vegas, uh, Vince Vaughn in it as well. Imagine, with... imagine the big Lebowski though with a bit of okay. crown green. I was playing. I tell you what, Jamie, I was playing a bit of crown green bowling the other day, and I, I bowled me bowl right towards the end. I did, and it went all the way over to the jack. And there was a guy walking past, and I shouted to him, "Excuse me." How am I? He said, you're a foot in front. I said, what did that bastard call me then? <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> I really enjoyed that. This is why he's on here, to just provide some comedy moments. I'm only here for the comedy. about films, Kieran. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Bowley for Columbo, we were talking about murderous children. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen I've seen uh, uh, Big Lebowski. I, it was okay. I enjoyed it at the time, but um, yeah, I, I, I can't remember most of it. But I did go to a um, Big Lebowski um, bar in Reykjavik. So if you ever go to Reykjavik, Aaron, you have to find it. Um, yeah, it's all themes like that. It's really cool. That's decent. That's cool. Um, I think I I love it so much because I put like Jeff Bridges up there with like yeah. the Don't Worry for Me. Yeah, I, I love Jeff, I love Tron. Like even uh, even when he came back as Tony in um, <laughs> Iron Man One. Oh yeah, that's, oh, that's no. not another oh. one who calls it Iron Man One. There's no such film. It's called Iron Man. <laughs> <laughs> it's my pet hate when people put the number one in the So you can fuck off. It's not called <laughs> Saw One. It's called Saw or the first Saw or the original Saw. There ain't no film called Saw One. That's what the new one's going to be called after Spyro. It's going to be called Saw One. <laughs> it's a prequel, yeah. They should just be numbered like the Sharknado films, like Sharknado 2, the second one. The type of people that call films Saw 1 or Jurassic Part 1 are the type of people that sort themselves into sorting hats. <laughs> um, anyway, my number seven, Gelatinous Cube Eats Village. I think it's terrific. It's Wayne's World. <laughs> Wayne's World. I mean, to turn an SNL sketch into um, a film which... Again, like they kind of started doing that a little bit more now with Kristen Wiig and that other girl who's doing really well. I can't remember what she's called. What's she called? The one that did that film with Kate McKinnon. Kate McKinnon. Yeah, that one. Like they're just doing so many. I think they just randomly just did a Kristen Wiig film, which is an SNL sketch as well. Uh, but to actually do an SNL sketch and actually be good, like Wayne's World is phenomenal. It's one of the one of the best comedies ever, which is why it's really high on my list. I say high, it's seventh, but. Um, 
Swain's Wayne's World, Rob Lowe's best role besides Parks and Recreation. <laughs> um, it's just so good. And again, so quotable. I think that's the f- running theme within my list. It's one of those that if I quote it a lot, it has to be in here. Or it's just very, very, very good. And Wayne's World has to go on this list because kids know dick. Put Wayne's World on your list. Beauty parties, you can't get to the next level. So the kids keep coughing up the quarters. <laughs> Gelatinous cube eats village. I think it's terrific. You know, I know nothing about video games. What you just said, I found vividing. You must have and worked I've... in television before. No, but I watch a lot. Of course you do. <laughs> <laughs> And again, you're very time... intelligent. <laughs> and every time I, I order Chinese, it's the cream of some young guy. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, you yeah. come from uh, SNL, the uh, from WandaVision. Catherine Hahn? Yeah. I don't think so. No. I recognize her from my, I don't know. Well, when I was watching, she's in a lot of stuff like Bad Moms and stuff. I thought it was her from Step Brothers, but it's not. You know, I like, recognise her. I, when uh, I feel Leslie Mann. It. No, the she one that's like, uh, Sweet Child of Mine in the car. But it's it's not her, but they look similar. Mm. Yeah, so it's one of those, like, she was she was around. She did, like, some kind of, like, bit comedies. Like, she did, like, Bad Moms and stuff like that. And then all of a sudden she just exploded. And then she just became really big after Bad I Moms. I want to see her in everything. Like, she was, like, by far the best thing I thought about. I loved her. Yeah. But unfortunately, she's not 20th century. Maybe we'll talk about in the 21st century. But, um, we Mercedes, won't. number seven. <laughs> we won't. <laughs> um, I've just been like swapping things about a bit and debating, but I'm going to leave this um, where it is. Um, yeah, just like you couldn't have this list without Jim Carrey, you also can't have this list without Robin Williams. Um, so I've put Mrs. Doubtfire at number seven because um, he's just... Oh, just the, the opening of it when he's just there doing all the voices when he's doing his recordings. Um, oh, he's just incredible. And there's so much of Robin Williams' stuff that's just completely improvised. And he, he was just, he's such like a loss. Like I miss him terribly. And yeah, I'm so grateful that we had him for our childhood. And yeah, Mrs. Doubtfire was fantastic. And I've been to the house and that was really fun and cool. It's got great makeup in it as well, that film. Yes. Oh. It's so but aren't you glad he never made the sequel? I know there was talks that he was going. Was to, there? Oh yeah. no. Yeah, would supposed. I bet you to do it around. now, and it's going to be Mr. Doubtfire, and it's a woman oh, becoming a man. Oh, God, yeah, of course it was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. With Eddie, with Eddie Murphy. In it. Oh God, <laughs> horrendous! I hate Eddie Murphy. But, uh, the moment you know when the um, is she like a social worker or something? Whoever she is, she comes round the old lady. <laughs> And he's there. She's in, she's in Liar Liar, isn't she? Yeah. Oh, she is. She's like receptionist or secretary or something in yeah. Liar Liar. Yeah. I could have got a turn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Classic. Absolute classic. Okay. Taryn. Right. I, I, I feel a bit weird having it in my top 10 list because the actor's awful. But um, it's just one of my favourite comedy films of all time. And what you were saying earlier about, you know, you tend to pick a film based on how quotable it is. Um, And that's why at number seven, it it couldn't be anything but Happy Gilmore. He's Uh, a clown. (laughs) um, 
what probably sums this up for me is the fact that my, my uncle hates Adam Sandler. I mean, he thinks he's one of the worst actors ever. He thinks all his films are shit. Um, I mean, he's never sat through one of it, any of his films just because he just knows that the shit to start with. Um, but he remembers, he said he switched it on once and Ben Stiller's character as the orderly was in there just when he... he <laughs> now you would go to sleep or I would put, you, I would to put you to sleep. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he said he pissed himself laughing at that and then Adam Sandler came on the screen so he turned it off. <laughs> so, that's all, so that's all he remembers from that. But again, just... So quotable. Um, I'm going to be awful now because the actor's name slipped my mind, but he plays Jaws um, in James Bond. I forget what he's called, Big Chat. But anyhow, um, he's 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 brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> um, you, know, you can better see me in the parking lot later. <laughs> um, but I also think the beginning of the film as well, just the opening credits are just very cleverly done as well. Um, <laughs> with him with the... Um, petrol station, gas station, hose, um, everything in between his legs when he's a janitor as well. And he's got the um, the broom handle in between his legs as well. I just think that's really cleverly done. But again, it's just another one of the films which is very, very quotable all the way through. And most would argue probably, certainly within the Happy Madison range of films, is his best film. I don't think... I know Punch Drunk Love, a lot of people say that that's one of his better films, but for pure slapstick comedy, this is one that he just tends to get right. It's stupid, but it's not stupid enough to think this film is crap because he's just thrown it all in. It has a decent story to it as well. And again, it's all about, you know, everybody wants a comedy with a feel-good moment as well, and it's got that feel-good moment um, in, in the end as well. You know, it's got Carl Weathers in it, for Christ's sake. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, with his hand. Don't don't worry about that. It's made of wood. It's real sturdy. <laughs> and he reprises and, the role in Little Nicky. He does, yeah, as well. But as we've established, <laughs> that film is shit. Um, <laughs> so, um, yeah, no, I... Number seven, Happy Gilmore. It was very close for me between Happy Gilmore and Billy Madison. I just One that's... of them made the list. That's the crossover for me, though, is where it, when does a film become too stupid that, yes, it can be funny, but it's not a good film. And as much as I like Billy Madison, that's why I didn't choose it, because I just think Happy Gilmore's the better We're going to take you back to the South Pole. <laughs> <laughs> the penguins, For a penguin to be walking around. <laughs> See, I'm quoting it, and I don't think it's very good, but you know what I mean. It is a great film. <laughs> and, of course, you can't forget about... It's one of those damn poops again. He called the shit. He poop. called the shit poop. <laughs> one of them did make the list. I'll talk about it later. Um, but we are going on to number six, Aaron. Uh, six, the SNL original boys. It's Ghostbusters. No, 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 no. Um, it's it's not one. What of do them you mean? Like... It's all women in it. Yeah. <laughs> Wrong decade. <laughs> Out to the call. It's not one of them that's like hilarious, like, but it's just like Bill Murray's just so funny. Like, he's just like the atmosphere just around Bill Murray. And it, I, I, like I said on the last time I spoke about this, uh, watching that documentary, it was always going to be Eddie Murphy. The role was ri- written for Eddie Murphy. And then he pulled out because he had like a million movies to do. Um, in that year or something, playing the same character, <laughs> playing different characters. <laughs> and then Bill Murray just said, "Like, yeah, okay, I'll do it. Whatever." As like a passing thing, and none of them like believe that Bill Murray <laughs> would do it, and then he just turns up. He turns up like, playing Space Jam. <laughs> 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 
Oh yeah, Taron hates Space Jam, Aaron. Kill him. Uh, I don't hate Space Jam. I just don't <laughs> understand why people like it. It's awful. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, it's, it's it's so good. It's a classic. Yeah, Ghostbusters. The second one's great as well. Third one is probably the best. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Um, well, number six, laces out. It's Ace Ventura, yes. pet detective. Again, like it wasn't as close to think maybe one or maybe two. Like one's far better, but I do like quoting a lot of number two as well. Um, but Ace Ventura is just one of those like Jim Carrey. Um, again, it's probably one of his. There's a film higher than it, but this is his best proper comedy, like pure slapstick comedy uh, that he does. And he's just phenomenal. Like I said, I'm a massive Jim Carrey fan. I think he's one of the greatest comedians ever. Like, he, he's amazing. And Ace and Chaw was just perfect um, for that. Again, just so many great quotes within the film. Like, and you must be the Monopoly guy. Again, it's from the second one, though, but still um i think i quote the second one more but the first one's a better film i'm not a big fan yeah. of the sequel i think i've only ever seen it maybe once or twice <laughs> I, I i remember the look mummy the rhino was giving birth scene. oh yeah <laughs> that's what sticks in every <laughs> but I, i've seen the first one under hundreds of times yeah there's just so many great bits and it's gone completely right now. there's obviously the thing called an iphone bit and um Dan Marino, obviously Miami Dolphins. It's the main reason why so many people are Miami Dolphins fans is probably because of Ace Ventura. Exactly my point. <laughs> this is why I you're not coming on the American film. Football Podcast. How'd you get into it? Watch Ace Ventura. Who's <laughs> that racing club, <laughs> my favourite player? <laughs> I watch Ace Ventura and I actually follow the XFL more than the NFL. <laughs> um, but yeah, Ace Ventura is my number six. Mercedes. And um, six and six and six. I've lost number six. Um, hang on. Oh, lost your film. Oh, oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Um, number six. Um, Taron's going to be very unhappy. It's little Nicky. Um, not Nicky. <laughs> um, I'm not really a massive Adam Sandler fan. All the films that you guys love, I don't like. They're not for me at all. Um, <laughs> I absolutely adore Little Nicky. Um, when I went to uni, like I had literally all I had DVD wise was like Die Hard and Armageddon and like a couple of Josh Hartner films. And I was like, I need some really good comedies to take um, to take to uni with me. And I bought Dodgeball and I bought Little Nicky. And like they were like my main films I watched when I was at uni. And it's just it's just so much fun. And Patricia Arquette's great in it. I love the end when like everybody appears, the um Henry Winkler appears and bees all over him. And um Risa Fans is great and Harvey. Rob Schneider. You can do yeah, it! Appears. Yeah, you can do it, Nikki. <laughs> when oh, does he I not mean... appear saying that? <laughs> <laughs> I mean no, um, I think that was the first one he did it in the winner. I think that's yeah. the one that is like, we're gonna get you in every film now, like in Longest Yard. You can't do it! Do <laughs> the showers tonight! <laughs> and of course, Reese Witherspoon playing his mum, um, an angel, which is absolutely brilliant. But yeah, I just I just love it. Absolutely love it. Popeye's chicken is fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, I love Mr. Beefy. He's probably the best. There's, there's two dogs yeah. that I absolutely love from films. There is Mr. Beefy and then Frank. Men in Black. And Men in Black. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Everyone's favourites. But Mr. Beefy is just so... But like, he's like... You turn a Coke into a Pepsi. Yeah, yeah. The the, the thing is, like, Adam Sandler films, obviously, you've always got the same people, and and, but they always play such opposing characters to the one they've played in the last film. And, um, yeah, that guy, the the flatmate is playing them, the the gay actor, like, Broadway, well, wants to be on Broadway actor. And then in, like, The Wedding Singer, he's, like, the ladies' man, all, like, in his 80s gear. It's brilliant. They're just all really great, cool guys. I wonder in the late nineties and like when these films were coming out, did people hate like Adam Sandler? What What was the turning point of when like people was like these films are like Adam Sandler's cancelled now? Uh, Jack and Jill was the point where it went down. Nah, no, yeah. no more, no more Adam Sandler. Yeah. Fuck up, please. And, <laughs> and that Zohan like, thing. Right. Oh, Zohan's not too bad. No, I that's, it's awful, Zohan. I've not seen it, but oh, it looked awful. Never put myself. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, and then he came back and did uncut gems to like reset. Yeah, they start doing all this serious stuff. Like, yeah, but the best thing is <laughs> when he did uncut gems is that if I if I don't get nominated for the Oscar, I'm going to make the worst film ever, and he released Hubie Halloween because he didn't get nominated for the Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we we watched that. It's awful, isn't it? But there's loads of um, I, I don't watch. There's it. loads of little like cameo bits in that. As far as there's some of the characters have got red hair and they've got the name O'Doyle like in Billy Madison. O'Doyle rules. Yeah, and is girlfriend in it's got a very similar name if not the same name to one of them from Billy Madison or Happy Get Veronica Vaughn in one piece of ace. I know from experience. No, you don't. I still think like one of the funniest things that's happened recently is like when he won like an award for like that Uncle Gems and he's like to the other actors like you'll forever be known as like the people who lost to Adam Sandler in a nomination. I mean, we haven't talked about it. I think you put it in your honourable mentions, but I do have to give a proper honourable mention to the Waterboy because it's so fucking good, the Waterboy as well. But yeah, so... <laughs> Captain Insano. Kate Pay's still a virgin. Yeah, so finish it off then, Taryn, number six. Number six? <laughs> yeah it's uh it's dumb and dumb <laughs> number six for me this was a difficult one to put in there because i wanted to make sure that it went on the list um it's it probably is my favorite jim curry film hence the reason it's the only jim curry film on the list him and jeff daniels just bounce off each other so well in one of the best duos I think that there has been certainly for a comedy film in cinema history and I don't think it's you know too far of a stretch to say that certainly for modern comedy and for, for modern cinema um, it doesn't work now and I think that is quite plainly obvious with Dumb and Dumber 2 um, that's rather good for nostalgic reasons but if you were coming into that you know if you hadn't seen Dumb and Dumber and you were just seeing Dumb and Dumber 2 for the first time I uh, could understand why yeah you would think it was absolute <laughs> dog shit because it is and we certainly won't get on to um, Dumb and Dumber when Harry met Lloyd <laughs> um, that does have one of the best movie trailers of all time go back and see that um, but Dumb and Dumber classic road trip film stupid dumb as it is. Again, great lines that you can just quote all the time, like, we got no money, we got no jobs, we got no food, our pets' heads are falling off! <laughs> you know? um, and obviously the muck cuts um, van as well. Um, 
And I think, again, I've spoken about endings a lot already on some of these films. Great ending, great classic comedy timings, especially from Jim Carrey, but, you know, Jeff Daniels as well. You know, at the end where you've got all the models on the coach and they say, you know, we're looking for two hot men to join us. Can you tell us which way it is to, I don't know, is it Aspen or wherever they're going to? I can't remember where they said they're going to. Hmm. And he goes, it's, it's 10 miles that way and they let them go and then he's like are you mad what are you doing and rolls back he goes no it's actually 10 miles that way and that's <laughs> yeah dumb and dumber it's uh it's also i think the first time that i'm not a peaky blinders fan but i think it's the first time that um nick cave and the bad seas red right hand is used um certainly in a film the scene where jim carrey is um Jim Carrey's characters in Love. I Christmas. said that, but you didn't mention Scream, which is like it's the theme to Scream. Uh, is it? Oh, Red right know, hand. Oh, there we go then. But what came first? No, Dumb, Dumb and Dumb Dumber. Nine, yeah, Dumb and Dumber's ninety-four. Scream is ninety-six. Ninety-six. Yeah, exactly. So it did. So it was. Well, that's why. I didn't yeah, no, I'm it, saying. I'm it saying, it saying it's first. Time. Yeah, but I'm saying like you, you mentioned like Peaky Blinders, but yeah. what about Scream? No, like, no, very, very true. Uh, but that's see where he's getting the newspaper and the uh, the old woman. laid on a motorized vehicle. Um, <laughs> my favorite but... line from the whole film. Besides, I bet heads are falling off. <laughs> Here, pretty, pretty, pretty. <laughs> like I said, if that was if that was made today, he just wouldn't have the same appeal as it just no. and, and, and hence and Dumb and Dumber Two. It's certainly a piece for the time if that's the correct quotation of saying that. Mercedes doesn't watch yeah. it all the way through yet. You've not seen Dumb Dumber all the way through? No, we, we, wa- we watched half of it and it was like, we had, we had to turn it off to do something. It was like, we caught it and we'll watch it late and we still haven't watched it yet. Probably yes. one of my favourite lines right at the beginning is, that's a lovely accent. Where's it from? Austria. Austria? Well, good day, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a shrimp on the barbie. <laughs> <laughs> Again, it's just so quotable. Oh, watch it, Mercedes. You need to. Great. No, film. I know, I know. Like, I'm, and again, like, I'm a bit funny with with Jim Carrey as well. Like, I, I adore him, but there's some. It's one of his I best like. films. Yeah, there are some things that I like too far for me. Like, I I watched the Ace Ventura films when I was a kid because um, my best mate was was a boy, and he was like, you know, he was probably a bit like like Jamie, you know, loved all that kind of stuff, and you know, um, quoted it all the time to the point where it got annoying. <laughs> so that's probably why it became, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've always had like some weird annoying comedic man by my side my whole life. <laughs> um, oh, yummy. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, like um, yeah, I probably just love like liar liar um, and the rest of them. I'm like. I, I enjoy them, but yeah, but I will watch it properly because you know, I was enjoying it when we were watching it. You know what killed it for me with Jim Carrey, right? I used to like, I used to really like Jim Carrey, and then I watched that Man on the Moon thing, the documentary, oh uh, the Andy Kaufman one. Oh, yeah. the, the Jim and have you have, well, have you actually watched the film or just the documentary yeah, yeah, Jim yeah. and Andy? I watched the documentary before the film. Have you watched the film? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the film's good. The documentary, oh my god, like he's such a dickhead. Like, well, it was method acting, weren't he? he proper took her the role. Or, yeah, he, he, like, he just he was in like 24 7, wasn't he? Mm. Uh, that, but that's what I didn't realize. I, I honestly thought with someone like that, it's got to be a character, like, it has to be a character. But then you watch that and you're like, oh my god, this guy is but, that guy. Yeah, Andy Kaufman uh, was like that in real life, like, uh, he played like the foreign man on. 
like SNL and taxi and stuff, and that he he lived that role. Andy Kaufman is one of the greatest comedians of all time. I I love him. Yeah, but um, I think he just put me off Jim Carrey because I know like uh, people have got um, people have been shamed a lot and been in a lot of trouble for method acting, like Jack Nicholson, probably the main culprit. Marlon Brando, actually, and uh, I just. Imagine working with someone like that. I'd be like, holy shit, like, no chance, no chance. <laughs> I mean, it is incredible to put that amount of equipment in, you know. I mean, Heath Ledger used to do it as well. It's like, that's didn't you know, Jared Leto do it as well? Rubbish. He used to like send all yeah. his people from Suicide Squad, like, little oh, that was, or something like imagine that. Imagine method acting for fucking Suicide Squad. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> I need to get in the role. <laughs> Um, no, Jim so, yeah. was great, but he was definitely of his time. He was definitely for the nineties. Really. Yeah, yeah. One. Yeah. Right. So I'm going to we... swap Dumb and Dumber now with Sonic the Hedgehog. Wow. <laughs> it was okay. So, it wasn't Hedgehog. bad. It was totally. When that came out, movie. I was like, "The return of Jim Carrey." Do you, do, you rem- do you remember when that came out and the trailer was fucking awful because of the animation and you had to change <laughs> the whole movie? Hey, yeah, at least I'll... they did. At least they did. Yes. Um, we are going into our top five yet, and we haven't had a single duplicate. <laughs> Christ. Oh, We're nearly there, yeah? I need to have my Horlicks. <laughs> Your bedtime brew. <laughs> Some of us are up at, up at quarter seven for work. So and some of the people are earlier, Aaron. <laughs> I'm in at seven. I'm in at I'm on the school run. So, uh, my number... You haven't got any children. <laughs> I just like to watch him run. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, number number five. Have a chat. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> Toy Story. Toy Story is my number. Five. Oh, it's not it's like it. it. It's not it. that good. <laughs> There's a duplicate for you. But yeah, like Taryn was saying, uh, the only other because I was going to say like about the. I'm Woody, howdy, 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 because it, it's so funny. But, <laughs> but it shouldn't be. Say that. <laughs> I always say that all the time, like that. Howdy, howdy, howdy. <laughs> and um, the other part that's like I, I laugh at like so much is whenever like Woody's talking, it happens like twice in the movie. Mister Potato Head just gets his fucking mouth. And just yeah. Taps out his ass. It's so funny. Um, but yeah, I was thinking like when I was doing this list, is it like a proper comedy film? But yeah, of course it is. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a buddy comedy, isn't it? Mm. My favourite bits are Mrs. Nedbit. <laughs> I love that. Nedbit. <laughs> I love it. And um, I love that you can get a pop vinyl of that. I need to get that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I love um, yeah, when when Woody's losing shit at the gas station and he's like, you are a toy. And then Buzzy's just stood there and he's like, you are a sad, strange little man. <laughs> sometimes when i am just looking to annoy my wife i will just every now and again i'll just be standing around or if she's having a moan at me for something or vice versa i'll just go but no it can't be true i can fly if i want to (laughs) (laughs) hilarious so like we're fine (laughs) Okay. It, uh, no, it's, it's it's brilliant. That, that obviously that's why you know I had it on on my list. Um, again, we, we keep saying it for all these all these films. It's just very quotable, and that what it's memorable, and that's why you know it sticks in your head, and that's why it's a great film. And that's what's going to make a great uh, comedy film, isn't it? 
And speaking of quotable, you're gonna die, clown! (laughs) (laughs) Again, it was really close between Happy Gilmore and Billy Madison for me because I I absolutely love both of them. I think Happy Gilmore just does it for me because it's just recently celebrated its 25th year. And um, like I said, it's just so many great moments. Shooter McGavin is one of the greatest villains ever. (laughs) <laughs> and especially within a comedy movie anyway and um, it's like stuff like you, I eat pieces of shit like you for breakfast <laughs> you eat pieces of shit for breakfast, breakfast? <laughs> no <laughs> and again you're like you're jackass just, <laughs> you're not gonna make this put you jackass jackass but I thought you said we were gonna eat a red lobster shooter I thought you said we were gonna be friends <laughs> the price is wrong jack <laughs> Uh, there's just so many great quotes w- within Happy Gilmore. And again, like the Ben Stiller moments just steal it all. It's like, oh, my fingers are, oh, your fingers hurt, do they? Well, now your back's going to hurt because you're on labor duty. <laughs> Anyone else's fingers hurt? <laughs> I didn't think so. But yeah, like the whole, um, can, I have a, can I have a glass of milk? <laughs> How about you get a glass of shut the hell up? <laughs> <laughs> you're my world now, Grandma. Yeah, it's just a great film, Happy Gilmore. And again, like I, I say that whole clown thing all the time, especially at the moment on Call of Duty in Warzone, somebody's actually got a clown outfit. So every time I see him, I'm like, you're going to die, clown! <laughs> <laughs> I do think we need to appreciate how good Carl Weathers is in that film. I know I mentioned it before, but he is great. Yeah. Um, it's, it's just a great film. I think this is... Is it the highest Adam Sandler? Yeah, it's the highest Adam Sandler one on my list. It, it's just phenomenal. And again, it was between that and Billy Madison, but Happy Gilmore just does it for me. Mercedes, number five. Um, number five. Um, yeah, I've been chopping and changing number four and five around, but um, yeah, I'm going to stick with this. Um, my number five, he's not the Messiah. He's a very naughty boy. Ooh. Like for Brian. Mm. What do you mean, no? <laughs> <laughs> I love Monty Python. I love it. Absolutely love it. Um, and yeah, that film, um, I watched loads while I was at university. And there's, yeah, it's just brilliant. The, um, oh, what's it with John Cleese and the, uh, what did the Romans ever do for us? Absolutely brilliant. That's oh, scene. the Romans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and the, uh, the Judean People's Front, the People's Front of Judea. <laughs> Classic, I love it. And Eric Idle at the end with his song, always looking on the bright side. There, I'm sure. Like I heard something about like George Harrison, like funding the movies or something like that. He's, he's like randomly hidden in all of them. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. You like love Monty that Python, and uh, they were struggling to like fund the first one, and he was like, "I got loads of Beatles money, just have it." <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, he's hidden in the he's hidden in each films, which is quite cool. I, I know you might mention it later anyway but i prefer holy grail over life of brian mm-hmm. they're not my type of films really like uh, i find them funny but i think they're like like it's like my dad kind of funny do you know what i mean <laughs> like it's the next generation well yeah yeah it's not like our jim carrey adam sandler like slapstick type films is yeah it? yeah that, that's that, that's us and then like they're like but I, I i adore the black knight from holy grail I'll bite your fucking legs off. Come <laughs> on, then. Well, yeah, classic. It's the flesh wound. He's got his arms chopped off. Stop it's the flesh wound. It. 
Say uh, something for me. <laughs> um, so, life of Brian. Okay, Taryn. Great segue. My number five is Monty Python and the Holy Grail. <laughs> 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 Very much what you said. Um, again, we, again, spoke about endings. Very strange ending. Brings it back to modern times. <laughs> um, you've got, of course, the Black Knight, as you say in that instance. Tis but a scratch. Tis but a flesh wound. Coming yes. out by your fucking ankles <laughs> off. Um, I can't remember what the beast is that they call it, but it's that fucking rabbit in that ravenous cage as well. Oh. Eats the shit out of them all. You've Big got pointy, shiny teeth. <laughs> You've got Eric Idle's um, body collector bring out your dead. <laughs> He's shouting. Oh he my god! So <laughs> good. A, Who's that then? I don't know. It must be King Y because he hasn't got shit all over it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which is a great line. Um, and you've got, of course, the knights that go knee as well. Knee, 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 knee. knee. And then I think don't they, they go back to them at some point later on as well. And they go, oh, we're no longer the knights who say knee. We're now the knights that go, ecky, 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 Yeah, great. But um, it, that's why I had, I had Life of Brian on my honourable mentions. I know it's considered the better film out of the two. I, I just yeah. think Holy Grail is the more quotable one. It's the one I watched more growing up as well. I think... As when I was a lot younger and I was watching it, and I'm talking, you know, eight, nine, ten years old, to me, I was able to relate to watching the Holy Grail better, probably more just because it was easier for me to understand at the time. It's only as I got older I appreciated Life of Brian. Um, but yeah, Life of Brian for me, number five. Uh, sorry, no, uh, Holy, Holy Grail. Grail. <laughs> <laughs> number five is all done. So, number four. Um, four for me. Is um, Beetlejuice. I've I've often said that like I'm not a Tim Burton fan. I don't really. I don't. I just these films just don't click for me. But I always remembered as a kid. I love Beetlejuice. Not seen it in years, and I watched it for the Halloween one. And I'm thinking like this film's not going to hold up. This is going to be trash. Like I don't like any of his films. I'm not going to like this. I watched it. I was just. It's just hilarious. Like. I've said, like, there's, there's certain actors that are just born for roles. Which is, like, how bad they are. But, like, you look at Jack Sparrow and Johnny Depp. But, go on, go like, on Darren, do it. You have to do it now. You've mentioned <laughs> yeah, yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Michael Keaton and Beetlejuice, it's just the perfect combination. And I just wish he was in the film more. Like, I, I, I want more of it. I want. Yeah, I, I was going to say, you actually don't realise he's not in it as much as you think he is. No, yeah, he's no, not. he's barely in it. He's barely in it. And um, the rest of the film's, like, really funny, though. Um, but I think my favourite bit is just, like, when he just turns into that, like, massive fly and he's like, hey, how you doing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I couldn't stop laughing at it when I was watching it for the Halloween one. So. Yeah. It is great. And like I said, I, I didn't mention it because I mentioned it in the Halloween ones and same with mm. uh, Jingle All The Way, the Christmas episode that we never done. So Yeah. Um, maybe I next year. I my honourable mentions. This year, I yes. do appreciate it. I'm a bit like you. I'm not a massive Tim Burton fan either. You know, I've seen Nightmare for Christmas, things like that. Um, Alice in Wonderland, although I do like Edward Sands probably more than Beetlejuice. So there you go, I've contradicted myself. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> um, mine is the best John Hughes movie. No one it is. mentioned playing trains and automobiles. Day Bow Bow. 
And for people who don't know who Day Bow Bow is, you know, Day Bow Bow. <laughs> Day Bow Bow. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Um, I absolutely love it. I remember watching it and it was just that it blew me away of how much I didn't think I'd enjoy it as much as I did. And again, it's one of my favorite scenes in cinema the parade scene. Um, yeah. like Twist and Shout by the Beatles, which isn't even like a big Beatles song either. I don't think it's on any, I think, is it on? I don't think it's on any of their albums, to be completely honest. First album. On, please it's on their first album, certainly. Um, yeah, it's just so good, and it's the one thing that you always dream of when you're in high school, and it was just bunking off and having a great day. And oh, I just love it so much. And it just snowballs and gets better and better and better. Um, it's amazing. It's I definitely, definitely agree that it's the best John Hughes. Yeah, I, I absolutely adore that film. Yeah, and again, it's got one of the best teachers ever. And again, Bueller, Bueller, Bueller. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just love Ferris Bueller's Day Off it's been ages since I've watched it but again like it's so like, I think it's one of the first early films that I can think of that broke the fourth wall and did all of that as well Yeah, like how meta it is and just like I said breaking the fourth wall, speaking to the camera obviously like I said we spoke about it in the comic book adaptations, the whole Ferris Bueller Deadpool ending where it's like what are you doing here go home, it's just like one of the first post credit scenes I can remember as well like Ferris Bueller, it's just it's so good. It's uh, the only other one that would come close is Breakfast Club. And again, yeah. in the in the 80s, I picked Ferris Bueller over Breakfast Club. So I can't pick Breakfast Club over Ferris Bueller. Now, especially with comedy, Ferris Bueller is a lot funnier than Breakfast Club. So Ferris Bueller. I just think the, the Ferrari scene is just perfect <laughs> as well. Like, just bow, bow. Like, <laughs> so funny. I watched Ferris Bueller's Day Off for the first time, I think the same week I watched plane trains and automobiles so last year so again mm. i've probably seen it three times in the last year um again that's the only reason why plane trains and automobiles was high just because i've seen it more so i probably appreciate it a little bit more but i know that did you hear about the cancelled sequel that they were planning for ferris Bueller's day off no. um i read about it a while back again when i watched it for the first time it, it was going to center around ferris being in his 40 year uh, in, in his 40s. That bunk in a day off work or something. Yeah, suffering, yeah. Suffering, suffering a midlife crisis, trying to like um, relive his youth. He gets help from that Cameron lad, um, who's now his manager at work, and they take the day off of work, and apparently the ending was going to be that that Cameron was finally going to die because he was so ill all the way through the first one. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what the ending was going to be. Um, Jesus. I mean, thank God they didn't make it. No, I said it. It's it could have gone the same way as Dumb and Dumber too. It's just a perfect film, and like you said, it's just one of those like going back to high school. Well, it's just one of those you could wish you could have that perfect day, and and again, it gave you all your home loan like little tricks, didn't it? Like putting the opening the door, and the wire comes, and it plays him, and he's got like the the underneath the bed, and he's going <laughs> like yeah. obviously all recording and stuff. Like without Ferris Bueller, you wouldn't have Home Alone, so Ferris Bueller's there. <laughs> Well, yeah, no, I would agree because you could say, you know, is it inspiration or is it just a reuse of material? <laughs> so is, is it, though, if it's the same guy? Surely it becomes yeah, John Hughesian, doesn't it? Guy. John Hughesian. If anything, that's worse because he's run out of ideas. So he's having <laughs> to reuse him. Yeah. I was going to say, you know, Home Alone was one of his last be... films, though, weren't it? Yeah. yeah. So maybe he's like, I can't think of anything else now. Bye. I've watched. Oh, uh... Home Alone 2 obviously would have been. 
Yeah. He did yeah. That. Last year, I watched that six down four to the right, and uh, I thought that was one of the worst movies that I've ever seen. I hate it. I, I, that's the only one I haven't Never seen. seen Sixteen it. Candles, Pretty in Pink. I can't even remember what happened. I, I think I used. I think I like conf- used to confuse that with, with Pretty in Pink because I watched them both at the same time. Yeah. Together again, I know a lot of it because of Not Another Teen Movie. Again, I absolutely love Not Another Teen it's Movie, too- and, and they did a lot of Pretty in Pink and Sixteen Candles. Sixteen Candles. It's too. It's just too. Now. <laughs> I couldn't. You couldn't get away with like any of it. Like now, like. Gil, like almost. Oh, it's, no, it's grim. It's grim. Yeah. <laughs> right. If you watch it, you'll. If you watch it, you'll be like, "Whoa, that's not right. That's too far." <laughs> <laughs> Mercedes. Uh, I mean, what? I thought it said Thor. Then I was like, "What?" Um, Thor. Thor. <laughs> um, Tyrone, you should really have more faith in me. Oh God. And you know, because of that. Your father was a hamster and your mother smelt of elderberries. But we are all Britons. Um, it's got to be Holy Grail. Wow. Because it row. is amazing and it is so quotable. And you've already said all the quotes pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> um, wait, wait. So there are some who call me Tim. <laughs> Classic. Uh, what else? Um, oh, 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 what is your quest? What is your favourite colour? <laughs> what is the airspeed velocity of an unladen swallow? Classic. Yeah. Classic. Holy grail, okay. Holy grail. Karen, number four. Number four. I think it's already been mentioned. It has. So we're doubling up. But it is Wayne's World. Oh, yeah. Party time. Excellent. <laughs> meow, 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 meow. I think the unsung hero of Wayne's World is Garth Elgar. I think he actually has the funnier lines and he, the character is very, very easy to just, you know, bypass him for Wayne as the star. You know, and rightly so, but, you know, <laughs> there's some great lines that Garth comes out with. Um, <laughs> like, one of my favourites is when he says... Um, Benjamin is nobody's friend. If Benjamin were an ice cream flavor, he'd be praline and dick. <laughs> that's, a, that's a great line, that is. Um, I think the film itself has a lot of characters in there that are quite easy to overlook. And until you maybe go back and rewatch it two, three times, you don't appreciate them. Like Stacy, for example, his ex girlfriend. <laughs> you know. Wayne! Stacy, we broke up two months ago. Well, that doesn't mean we can't go out. Well, it does actually. That's all breaking up is. To go to point in this present, is it a seven head? I'm going to be very upset. A gun rack. I don't even know a gun, let alone many guns that would necessitate an entire rack. Um, I love uh, the um, the guy who owns uh, the coffee and donut shop as well. He's very, he's um, very very freaky, and my favourite line in the whole film is when the camera it's it's the breaking the fourth wall moment where the camera doesn't pan round and follow Wayne and Garth over to their seats. It stays on him in behind the counter, and he just looks at the camera and he goes, um, "Why is it when a man kills somebody in the heat of battle, it's called heroic?" But when he just killed someone, 
normally out on the street. It's called murder. <laughs> it's really, really <laughs> angry. And then Wayne grabs hold of the camera and brings it back over to himself. Um, yeah, and, and let's not forget the Scooby-Doo ending as well. <laughs> now, I think one of my favourite bits on it, I, I can't really quote it, uh, but it's the, it's the commission. I'm not going to sell out. <laughs> it's like Pepsi cans wearing a whole Adidas strap. Sponsor or no sponsor? <laughs> yeah, no, that was it. What's he say? Um, yes. oh. And it's the choice of a new generation. New generation with Pepsi, yeah. <laughs> contract or no contract, that's it. I won't bow to any sponsor. He's got the pizza and the pizza. <laughs> Garth is just... <laughs> Straight head to toe in Reebok tracksuits, yeah. caps, trainers. I know, man. <laughs> it's just stupid. <laughs> Probably one of the only films, or certainly comedy films that I can think of, that has a sequel which is up there with how good the sequel is, as well as the first one. The first one's better than the second mm. one, but number two is. Really, really up there, and that's quite stellar itself. It's got one of the best lines in it, number two, from the whole of it, right at the end. <laughs> you know the worst part of all is, <laughs> I never learned to learned read. To read. <laughs> is that true? Well, all of it besides the reading part. <laughs> Charlton Heston's in Ways World 2. You know, one of the greatest actors ever, when they draft him in. that shitty monkey film. Oh, don't you start the greatest film ever made. Anyway, I'm sure, I'm sure that's a day for another list. <laughs> Best films that contain monkeys and it still won't win. Well, let's be honest. Your concept there is completely flawed. Because it's an ape. Because monkeys have tails, they don't, they're rapes. So there we go, we're done. Exactly. <laughs> okay, so we are going round to the top three. Thank God. Aaron. Um, it's the film that gets on every list, whether it's top 10 Japanese animation or top 10 films from the 1920s. It gets on every list. It's Groundhog Day. <laughs> <laughs> I must have said this film. <laughs> talk about Groundhog Day. A bit like Groundhog Day. Like Groundhog Day. <laughs> Groundhog and Day. one day, it's still not going to win. <laughs> it won't even win best time travel film. Or like best day of repeating itself because Happy though. Death Day is better than Groundhog Day. Oh, don't be oh, fucking stupid! <laughs> the only one that comes close. Edge of Tomorrow is better than Groundhog Day. Oh, oh don't. Palm Springs is probably the second. Palm best. Springs is phenomenal. Never seen it. Yeah. But really um, Groundhog Day is the one that starts all. I don't need yeah. to talk about Groundhog Day because I've spoke about it so much. So we'll leave it at that. Hey, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> Um, my one is we mentioned it briefly before, but it's actually my favorite Jim Carrey movie, and surprisingly, it is Man on the Moon. Uh, again, I'm a massive Andy Kaufman fan as well. Um, and like you mentioned, Jim and Andy, um, it's just phenomenal the way the way he played the character out of Andy Kaufman. I've watched so many Andy Kaufman sketches and on Taxi. And Foreign Man is one of like the best characters ever. And Jim Carrey plays him perfectly. Like um Andy Kaufman was so unique. Like he, he never broke character, just like Jim Carrey when he was playing Andy Kaufman. He never broke character. I mean, the whole wrestling with women and stuff like that as well. <laughs> and the whole stuff with Jerry Lawler is amazing, especially as a wrestling fan as well. But my favorite sketch of all time was on the first ever episode of SNL uh, for 
uh, my emails. Here I come to save the day. And it's literally just him just doing the actions, not even saying anything, it, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. and then just drinking some water because it's all like, uh, it's like the, the most genius comedy like ever. Andy Kaufman was phenomenal. And Danny DeVito's amazing in the film as well. And one of my favourite bits, um, if you haven't seen any Andy Kaufman stuff, there's two. The first one is him playing the drums. It's just fucking making up gibberish language. But no, like, um, he's just making up his own language and he just starts doing this song like on the drums. It's phenomenal. And then all of a sudden, like he goes out and does a whole like routine still in this gibberish language. And it's phenomenal the way he does it. But um, the actual one I was going to speak about was... Um, Oh my god, I've gone blank now. What was I talking about? Best comedy moments from Andy Kaufman. Oh yeah, no yeah. Um, with Andy Kaufman, he did the Foreign Man, which was basically he is my impression of Jimmy Carter. (laughs) Hello, I'm Jimmy Carter, the President of the United States. Thank you very much. And now here is my impression of I can't remember who else he does, but basically he does that exact same thing again. And it goes, doesn't okay, he do Elvis after yeah, that? Yeah, that, 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 yeah, he does that. And then it goes, and now here's my impression of Elvis Presley. And then everyone's just like, What the fuck is this guy doing? And all of a sudden, he just like goes back, he's playing the music, he's stripping down into the Elvis outfit, he gets his comb out, does his hair, turns to the audience, it's all like, and everyone just starts, and he starts doing like the perfect, like Elvis, like, Oh, there's one on a month, baby, let's Hell, I thought he was it. in the room. I know, then. right? <laughs> Christ, yeah. did they ever do a sequel? <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, like I said, it's just Andy Kaufman is one of the greatest comedians. I mean, Jim Carrey played him perfectly, and it's one of my favourite Jim Carrey films. It's my favourite Jim Carrey film. And it's so underrated because not a lot of people have heard of it. He was actually, I think it's his only... He won the Golden Globe for it, but he didn't get nominated for the Oscar. And it's just phenomenal. Uh, and it's an REM song, Aaron, so there you go. <laughs> and Rem. if you believe... Would you believe? Would you? Man on the moon. They, moon. they hated him, didn't they, when that, they met him? Like, in the, they're in the documentary, like, oh, this guy's a dickhead. I mean, he's even talked about it in the song, isn't it? There's a whole line, Andy Kaufman in a wrestling. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Yeah, Man on the Moon is number three. Mercedes. Uh, my number three was originally my number one because uh, it's one of my absolute, <laughs> one of my absolute favourite films of all time. Um, about dogs. The the <laughs> best. Will dogs go to heaven too. Okay. <laughs> it's the best Kevin Smith film. Um, yeah, dogs. It's Dogma. Dogma. <laughs> dog me ninety five. Dog me ninety five. It's Not Dogma. Um, yes, it's the angel film. Um, yes, so it's Ben Affleck, Matt Damon, Kevin Smith, Jason Mewes, Alan Rickman, Chris Rock, Selma Hayek, George Carlin, um, Jason Lee. I they're just it's such an amazing cast, and it's just it's just such a well done film. Like it's it's hilarious. It's a comedy, but there's also really like like significant moments in there. Like they're talking about like controversial topics or really like you know um things that are really like important to people and people have a lot of strong opinions about like abortion and religion and things like that but so they have like these really like significant moments and then but then it's hilarious then they make a hilarious moment out of it and it's just absolutely brilliant and it's just 
the way they do it makes you kind of realize that you know everyone takes all these things really seriously but um some of the some of these things you know you know it's a bit silly maybe not abortion isn't a bit silly but you know uh like the whole the whole thing with religion the way they talk about it is just absolutely brilliant and I, I love it and Alan Rickman it's one of my favorite Alan Rickman roles um as the Metatron and he's just fantastic and one of Ben Affleck's best films ever and if you've not if you've not seen it anyone out there you have to watch it Fantastic. Aaron. Number three. Aaron, not Aaron. I said Aaron. Peter. Peter. No, it's Aaron number three. I thought you said Aaron. I thought he said Aaron. I think it cut out. Shit. (laughs) That's his excuse. Number three is a controversial choice. I've gone for as the number three greatest comedy film ever, a Christmas film. And Mm. have you done it? it? is National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. <laughs> yes! Oh, I was getting this... ready to go, put the cookie down now! <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Jingle All The Way was in my honourable mentions, it was. Oh, yeah. um, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation is a better film. Um, I think it helps if you know a family like the Griswolds, which I do, that's all I'll say, who um. are a bit of a... But the thing is with Griswolds is at least they're likeable. The family that I know isn't likeable, they're dicks. Um, but um, the 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 Griswolds, Clark Griswold is just a, a brilliant character, and you know you could pick, you could pick National Lampoon's Vacation, you could pick National Lampoon's European Vacation, but Christmas Vacation is just it's a feel good film first of all because it's got the Christmas spirit in it. It's a favourite in our house. I'm not a big Christmas film fan at all. In fact, you know I pay not to watch Christmas films, but that is one that I would watch. Um, very quotable again. Um, I love the scene in the department store where he's talking to yes. the, the woman who he finds attractive. <laughs> I can't remember what he says, but he just looks at her and goes, no shit. Um, <laughs> yeah. I can't remember what that is. Um, and he's uh, always a bit nipply out when he's when he's yeah. looking at her as well. Um, the great scene at the beginning as well where they travelled all that way to go and get the bloody Christmas tree and he's forgot to get the saw and they've had to uproot it by the roots and carry it all yeah. the way back out. Um, is it Juliette Lewis as well? Doesn't she play yeah. the um, the daughter mm-hmm. in that one? And um, Johnny Galecki, Johnny Galecki. Big Bang. Yeah, because in in so all good. four, well, I suppose technically there's five Vacation films now, isn't there? Because they mm-hmm. did the, the sequel slash reboot Vacation. Um, yeah, but in the four original ones, starting with Vacation up to um, Las Vegas. Vegas the kids are played by different actors in each yeah. one. And I think he makes a joke, Clark Griswold, in the Las Vegas one about it. He just, just goes, oh, I don't even recognise my kids anymore. <laughs> he says <laughs> like that, which is quite clever. But the um, again, we've mentioned it before, it's a feel-good film, um, and it, and it's done so in a, in a very clever way. There are... I can't remember what certification it is. I, I assume it's a 15. It's a 15, I think. I think. It is a 15. Yeah. But weirdly enough, you know, we, certainly if it was shown during an afternoon and certain aspects were cut out, like they do the chop and change films, like we said mm-hmm. about Liar Liar, um, it could be a film that the whole family could watch. There are bits in there that children would get, but equally and more, there are a lot of adult references in there that don't necessarily yeah. contain any swearing that they would just get as well. Um I think you know one of the scenes when he's standing outside and he's got the um, why is it he's got his it probably is the Christmas tree that he's he's showing and he says something along the lines of 
oh, that tree's not going to, he says to his neighbours, that tree's not going to fit. Where do you think you're going to yeah, fit? Yeah. He says, bend over and I'll show you. And he goes, oh, yeah. that's really clever of you, Griswold. And he says, I wasn't talking to you. He just looks at the guy's wife. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Those neighbours, they go through absolute hell. It's so brilliant. When the icicle goes through the window and smashes up the hi-fi and there's no evidence of anything there because yeah. it's just water. <laughs> But I think it's quite clever the way they do that film because, you you know, if you think about it, the neighbours from hell would be the Griswolds, him especially. They yeah. don't necessarily portray, though, you know, the neighbours as anything bad. They're just automatically the enemy because they don't like the Griswold. They don't like Clark Griswold yeah. and he's the character that we're rooting for. Whereas if in real life, yeah. you would hate living next door to him and you would sympathise with him. You want them. to see a film with Julie, like, because obviously it was Ju- Julia Louise Dreyfus, who's amazing anyway, obviously, like yeah. Seinfeld and stuff. Is that You would have just seen a film with just them from their perspective and see what yeah. it would have been like. <laughs> just trying to have a date night and all of a sudden fucking everything just gets smashed up. I think it definitely deserves to be on any comedy list, regardless of the fact of whether it's a, a, a Christmas film or not. Um, and it's my favourite of the vacation films. Like I say, I, I will watch it every year at, at Christmas. Um, yeah, number three for me. I was going to say about, um, like, when I was on about the Bill Murray ones, there's only, like, a couple of actors that are just, like, for me, like, I just, they're there, they can do anything, I'll just find them funny. Like Bill Murray's one, uh, Jerry Seinfeld's one, the other, and Julia from Seinfeld is the other. Like they're the three for me. Like I, I love Seinfeld, and like she's just, just don't watch Downhill from last year. I was gonna say, have you seen Downhill? <laughs> no, it's I'm awful. Not, I'm not, I'm not, apparently, it's awful. That one. Is that the Will Keanu? Ferrell, no, Will, Will Ferrell Fre- and Julia Louise Dreyfus. Basically, like a snowstorm comes and he just leaves his family to like die because of the snowstorm. Will Ferrell. She's ha- she's absolutely hilarious. She is hilarious. Like Veep is very good. I will uh, put an honourable mention in there for Eddie as well. He's his brother. He's always brother-in-law oh, in the Randy film. Quaid is brilliant. Yeah, he is. He's great. Um, did you know that there's technically a National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation two? It was straight think, to home yes. video, and it's just about it's him. Randy's and, in. This. I mean, yeah, it's supposed to be awful. Obviously, I've never seen it, but he he's great in that film. Probably my favourite line from him is when he's talking about the metal plate. He's had in his head, and he just goes, yeah. "Every time Catherine revved up the microwave, I pissed my pants. I forget who I was for half an hour." <laughs> <laughs> okay, we are at top two. What's missed out on top spot? What's number two, Aaron? It's a bit. Um, oh, if it's fucking space jam, I swear to God. <laughs> Not Space Jam, but it is. It's sad. a Michael Jordan film. <laughs> uh, I've gone for Galaxy Quest. Ooh, <laughs> Galaxy Quest! Oh my god! Like another one where I watched recently, and I loved it when I was a kid. I was scared if it was held up, and I was just laughing constantly. Sam Rockwell in Galaxy Quest is the funniest thing I've I've probably seen in any movie. Like. His lines in it is just so funny. And it's it's a weird, like, in-between spoof film and series. That's why I like it. So it kind of like Scary Movie fits in almost the same place where it's not like a complete spoof. There is a, like, backstory around it as well. But um, it's, it's so funny how they like to take the piss out of Star Trek and these Star Wars things like that. But... It's just Sam Rockwell. Tim Allen, I've always found hilarious as well, but um, and Alan Rickman. It's an awesome, awesome cast, and it still really holds up to this day. Like considering it's from, I, I was really surprised when I found out it was like a '90s film. I mean, it's '99, but 
and even like CGI things like that, and it looks really good now. Um, but apparently, like the studios like hated it, like they didn't promote it. They got so annoyed with it. It had like four different directors, um, and then they just released it out of nowhere. It made no money, and then because it's it's become a cult classic since which is weird because the film is about like these actors that like never made this money from the film. So this, the same uh, scenario happened with the actual film. Um, but I definitely recommend it. Have you guys seen it? I know you said you have Taron. But... Yeah, I've seen it. Very I've long seen time. It I haven't seen it for a while. I've probably not seen it for 10 years. It's Tim Allen, Sigourney Weaver, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. All that, like, yeah, I've not Alan seen Rickman. it for so long. I remember Alan Rickman, of course. Yeah, um, I remember mentioning it to the wife a while back because she's never seen it, saying we need to watch it. So I've got around to. So, um, it's back on my list for a rewatch. It's gone onto Netflix. Yeah, I've never seen it, but I've always wanted to watch it. Sam Rockwell, honestly, one of the funniest things, like funniest things I've ever seen. Like his lines in it are crazy, because uh, like if you watch Star Trek and that, like he's like he's wearing the red top. Like, so he's like, <laughs> I know I'm going to die. Like, he just knows he's the person who's going to die in this scenario. And it, it's so <laughs> funny. Yeah. Okay. My number two. We were talking 90s and quintessential people. Like we said, Jim Carrey, Adam Sandler. I tried to limit them. I did have two Jim Carrey films, only one Adam Sandler film. But it was another guy I've just realised. I've got two of his films on the list. And unfortunately, I think a lot of you had it in your honourable mentions. But every time this film, I mean, it's on Comedy Central every week and I always put it on and Mercedes is bloody sick of it by now. And it's got one of my favourite lines in cinema, which is, uh, yeah, hey, there you are. Waha, do I know you? No, but that's where you are. You're there. <laughs> <laughs> it's Austin Powers. He's <laughs> brilliant. Again, like Mike Myers, Wayne's World. And Austin Powers are two of my favourite. I'm not just 90s films, like the greatest comedy you could ever. That's why they're both on the list. And I'd happily watch Austin Powers any day, especially International Man of Mystery, because it's just phenomenal. Spy Who Shagged Me is all right. Gold Member's a pile of wank, but you know. Um, <laughs> Austin Powers, International, International Man of Mystery. Again, it's just, it's better than the Bond films combined. It's. Well, it's <laughs> I agree, it's not, is it? But but it's a good film. (laughs) Uh, It's one of the best spy films. Um, Anyway, and it's just hilarious. And I said, it's Mike Myers at his best, like playing both characters of Austin Powers and Dr. Evil. Seth Green is great in it as well. Again, I do want to give a shout out to Rob Lowe in the second one as number two. But um, like I said, number one is just great. Well, he is not number one, isn't he, Rob Lowe, actually? Yeah. Uh, (laughs) It's the whole bit of like... um, He's not, he's not going to make it. Like, he's just, uh, you know, I can't, what's he called? The guy, he dies, and basically they're all there at his party. Uh, I think it's like for oh, Schmitty. just John Smith, isn't it? Yeah, it's John Smith, and he's just like, yeah. John Smith, John Smith has been in a horrible accident. He's not going to make it. He died at Dr. Evil's secret layer, and it's like, <laughs> Smithy. <laughs> it's just so fucking stupid, and you don't expect it to be amazing. But like I said, it's always on, and every time it's on, I just, I just put it on because, can I ask you Lovely. a question and be honest? Do I make you <laughs> horny, baby? Do I? Do I make you randy? <laughs> well, what is it? Well, it appears to be the shape of a big boy. <laughs> a big boy. Johnson! <laughs> it's, just so, it's just so smart. Well, like I said, just going in between. And the, and the openings as well. Uh, and obviously, we're not talking about two and three, but the opening to two is great. But the opening to number three with fucking Tom Cruise... 
it's just amazing. Like, it's just such a great film. It just boosts the genre perfectly, and it, it is hilarious. And there's just so many great quotes. And again, like I said, one of my favourite quotes ever in cinema history is that, and it's just a throwaway bit in the film that doesn't even have any meaning. And of course, later on in that scene is the most probably famous line from the film, which is, 21. No, it's um, basically he gets 21, doesn't he? Um, <laughs> I know what you're going to say. And he goes, <laughs> seven, I'll stay. I suggest you hit, sir. I also like <laughs> to live dangerously. It's <laughs> just so fucking good. I love it. And again, I, and Mike Myers has had those films like Shrek, um, Wayne's World. Austin Powers is his best film. Like He's always coming on for Austin Powers to me. He's, it's just phenomenal. And, and again, like, Austin Powers always special in my heart anyway. We've done an Austin Powers dance at high school, didn't we? So We did. We did. I mean, let's be honest, though. It won't be to the love guru. Wow. I've never seen it. I've never seen it. It's I'm awful. not far. I've got DVD, since the love guru, to be honest. <laughs> He's got it on DVD. What year is it? Actually, the guru, the actual original guru, is actually a really good film. I'm really oh, funny right. as well. <laughs> the love guru. Jessica Albert and Justin Timberlake. Oh, well, there you go. Justin Timberlake's in it. If there is ever enough information... Hey, Social Network is a phenomenal film. film. Don't know, never seen it. I got it from Poundland on Blu-ray up there. Social Network is one of the greatest films you'll ever watch. And Aaron detested it and was like, no, I watched it and realised, oh, wait, it actually is fucking amazing. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Justin Timberlake is a dick. And he's also... Yeah, because he plays Scott Parker, the founder of Napster, who is a dick. (laughs) But uh, no, uh, Austin Powers, international man of mystery. Yeah, baby. Yeah. And no, no. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. No, no. It's just... Who does number two work for? <laughs> <laughs> That's it, boy. You tell him. What did you eat? <laughs> it's just a great film. And I'm disappointed that nobody else has it on their list because. Well, no, I is... did my honourable mention. I know you did, but I'm saying on the list, it's one of the best 90s films ever. It is, actually, yeah. It did so to be higher. But yeah, it's it's great. But um, yeah, so Mercedes, you're number two. Who does number two work for? <laughs> um, oh, my number one and my number two keep changing and I literally still can't decide, so I'm just going to leave it as it is and say that they kind of joint win for different reasons. Um, one gets nine points, one gets ten. Yeah, I know, but, <laughs> you know. Um, number two for me um, is going to be American Pie. Um, it's just Vasquez, Vasquez, Mr. American Pie. <laughs> it's just absolutely classic. It is one of the most turn iconic... that radio off. Um, <laughs> one of the most iconic comedy films ever, really, um, and way better than what inspired it. That porky shit. My God, that was awful. Mm. Um, but um, yeah, oh, come on, come on, Stifler. Like, he's just hilarious. Um, like, wh- what is it that happens in the first one? One of them, he gets paid on. That's the second one, isn't That's it? That's the second one. Nothing oh, oh he, dr- he, drink, he drinks the cum. That's it. Is that the first one? That salty How's the pale ale? Yeah. Oh, um, Yeah, come on. Stifler, Finch and Stifler's mom. Um, uh, obviously, Him the, the moment... Pie. The, the mo- yeah, the pie. The moment when Jim's dancing in the bedroom and stuff, and um, and then Nardi comes in again. Um, <laughs> um oh, thingy. Um, John Cho's character. Oh, brilliant. 
MILF! MILF! Yeah. It gave us the term MILF for that film. Yeah, yeah no. And yeah. I, 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 Mum, I'd like to yeah. fuck. Yeah, man, MILF! MILF, what are you doing? MILF! Uh. <laughs> <laughs> It is just so so iconic, and I, I think I think I may have seen the second one before I saw the first one, because um, it took me like a while to see the first one. Because I remember specifically um, being um, I went to a different, you know, you you leave primary school and you go to different high schools to your friends, and yeah. um, someone who I was friends with went to a different high school and became kind of more of the you know popular kid kind of kind of girls and like hung out with like the girls who are a bit more bad and I remember going around to her house and I was still like this dork and um um all the other girls mums had said that they were allowed to watch American Pie so think about it we've all been like year seven so this is what like Georgie's you know where, where Georgie's about to go into right? like and and yeah. they were like and it's like, okay, um, right, well, let's ring Mercedes' mum. Like, like, so my friend's mum was ringing my mum to see if I was allowed to watch it. And my mum was like, no. And like, uh. of course, they all hated me for that. But um, I'm so glad she said no, because I would not want to watch that at that age. Um, but then obviously when I did get on like the right time. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> So, Jim's dad's such a great character. As oh, well. Jim's dad. Oh, it's just, just... A, it's a, it's a character. And we started watching again... Shit's Creek on Netflix. Has anyone seen well. that? Yeah. Yeah. I've watched good. season one. Yeah. 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 It's, it's yeah. phenomenal. We're watching He's just great. But that's another thing that like makes a great, like, those great comedies where, like, it's hilarious, but then you get those really sweet moments and he, he makes that perfect. This woman, uh, Shaved, I believe it's called. Yeah. <laughs> well, you look at she's saying, uh, hey, 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 big, big boy. boy. <laughs> How you doing? Definitely <laughs> natural, <laughs> normal thing. <laughs> uh, it's, it's a great film. Yeah. Taryn, number two. Number two. The easiest films to pick in this entire list. I was going to say, I already know what your number two one and two is. And number one. Number two is a David and Jerry Zucker film <laughs> and it is The Naked Gun. It I already knew predictable. <laughs> I if anybody's never seen Police Squad, Police Squad was the six episode series that inspired The Naked Gun. Uh, certainly the first film anyway, which is a great series in itself. Um The Naked Gun just perfectly encapsulates a great story, a great spoof of the genre, um, certainly of that crime detective genre, whilst at the same time throwing in absolutely classic, constantly repeatable one-liners. I mean, for Christ's sake, it's got O.J. Simpson in it. Yeah, know? nice beaver. <laughs> and O.J. Simpson is actually really, really good in the film as well, <laughs> playing Neuberg. That scene he when he's that. breaking... He is, and that's the terrible thing, you know, apart from the fact that he's a murderer. Um, <laughs> if you know, the glove don't fit, if it does not fit, quit. you must have quit. Yeah. It's true. No, it is true. Um, and that's why he got off. Um, but, you know, Immers Neuberg in that, that scene where he's on the bloody ship and he puts his leg through the door and then they all shoot him and he falls into the wet paint and then he puts his hand under the... It's just one. It's a chain reaction after chain reaction after chain reaction. A slapstick comedy that's done perfectly without overdoing it. Um, 
and then when Neuberg's in the hospital as well, and his wife is in absolute tears over the fact that he's died. Who could have done this, Frank? Well, it's hard to say. Yeah. A gay lover, perhaps. And he's just <laughs> up. And she's screaming the place down. And like you said, Jamie, you know, looking up the um, as um, nice Presley, bloody, yeah, <laughs> she's going up the ladder. Goes, oh, nice people. Oh, thank you. I've just had it stuffed, and <laughs> you know, easily quotable. Oh my um. Ex the second in... best Leslie Nielsen film. Well, my my ex died. <laughs> my ex died in a blimp accident. <laughs> Good year, no, terrible. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, absolutely fantastic. And the towards the end, you know, the the baseball scene where he's just going strike two. dancing. It's just so on the top. It's it's absolutely ridiculous. Um. And again, an- another film that spawned two very decent sequels as well. You know, even the third one, one's brilliant, continues to spoof um, the genre and other films as you get onto the onto the second and third one. But yeah, the Naked Gun number two. I just realised, well, like, Leslie Nielsen's one of those actors that you can't really, you won't see another one like him. You just remind me when you're saying physical comedy, so I completely forgot to mention Mr Bean. Like, I love Rowan Atkins, so I forgot to mention Mr Bean in an honourable mention because... He's he, Rowan Atkinson and Leslie Nielsen are just incomparable. Like, they are some of the greatest actors that are so underappreciated for their physical comedy. And Leslie Nielsen's deadpan, just like the way he does it, as like I said, it's Dreb- Frank Drebin, isn't it? Yeah, and Naked Gun. He's it's just phenomenal. Naked Gun. I keep trying to make Mercedes watch it because you kind of enjoy oh, Mercedes. How can airplane? You not see no, it's, it's not keep it. What about? I keep trying to make Mercedes watch it. We've never sat down to watch it. He's lying. He's a liar. I knew he was a liar from the moment I met him. I was, I was, I was <laughs> kind of thinking, yeah, I do need to watch that at some point. I need to try and watch that at some point. I've never tried mm-hmm. to watch it. Let's oh, watch please it. watch it. Aaron, <laughs> have you seen the Naked Gun? No. Right, I had the choice to put aeroplane on naked gun. I chose aeroplane. I, I enjoyed it. He's calling it aeroplane. It's called airplane. 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 Yeah. I'm just looking it up now. This guy, I'm looking at <laughs> Leslie Nielsen's amazing. It's just, it's just cool. Even in superhero movie, is great, and that's a shitty film. It just, it, it's just, yeah. I, I know, I know. I just keep saying it. It's just absolutely <laughs> hilarious. Offer he, he gets offered this cigar, Cuban, no Dutch, Irish. My father was from Wales. Like, what does that even mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> absolute brilliant. And um, yeah, just before we move on, when he's looking for clues in the uh, in the office, and he opens her, he goes, bingo, and pulls out a bingo pulls card. A bingo card. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Okay, we are at our number one movie. I knew it. I knew we'd get to number one. <laughs> so, Aaron, is there a Bill Murray on the cards? Is there even another Bill Murray film? <laughs> I don't even know. Face jump to the next level. <laughs> oh! oh yeah. Day bow bow. Oh, I can't hear it. He's never even seen it. He only watched it today. I've not seen this film, but I've heard good reviews. <laughs> I just, I just like the song because they sang it, and it's always sunny. I've seen the always sunny episode of this, um, but yeah, no, uh, like I, said, I think it is John Hughes's best film. It's so funny. It's, um, it's just like the perfect '80s comedy. I think like it is. 
when I think of comedy films, I think of like your Ferris Bueller. That's that's the one I probably it's probably the one I could just go around and churn every day, like your Desert Island film, something like that. And I wouldn't get bored of it. Um, and all three of the characters that you follow through it, amazing. Um, I love them uh, each for different reasons. But um, another one with its perfect casting as well with uh, Matt. Good old Simba. Bless him. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, it's well good. That's why it's number one. Ooh. I do need to rewatch Ferris Bueller. I've not watched it in years, and oh, um, yeah. it's not. It's never been like one of my favorite John Hughes. But I feel like I'll probably appreciate more now. A bit older. Mm. Like I said, it's it's one of my favorite scenes in cinema. The um the parade. Yeah, scene. I love that. Yeah, I'd agree with you there. It's probably up there, top ten scenes. Oh yeah, it's iconic that scene. I don't, you know, when you say about like the <laughs> watching the always sunny, my mind just went off like in a tangent to like the lethal weapon episode. <laughs> I thought you could do like the whole like Charlie way, it's just there going because it's the same episode, isn't it? Where it's all like some episodes of always sunny are just like like some of it like it it's not that funny, but then some episodes just come out there. Like the one where he's a uh, Serpico, Charlie Serpico for an episode. Uh, again, like I showed Mercedes um, the clip because it's one of my favorite bits as well, which is the whole. Well, they're, they're not going to be scared. They're, they're going to come to the room, you know, because of the implication. Yeah. What are you talking about? The implication. <laughs> oh my God, that scene is, that, is brilliant. Um, the implication. That... It's the implication of danger. The, the, girl, the girls aren't in danger, but the implication of danger. <laughs> some of it to take. <laughs> Netflix now. I'm sure like they did they take well the lead? first one is the gang gets racing it is phenomenal it's one of those shows that still gets going like really really good after 15 years or so yeah it's definitely mm. definitely jumped the shark after episode two series one what <laughs> <laughs> it's um, one of them, I wouldn't say it's like the best show because like there are like episodes that I don't enjoy really but the, but the Nightman Cometh is like one of the best episodes. Yeah, ever. It has the best episodes, though. It, it definitely yeah, has the best episodes. Yeah. Um, I still think you should like do that as a musical. Like, yes. <laughs> but um, I'm and really. <laughs> the Nightman. Um, so, my number one, I mean, there was only one thing it could really be, couldn't it, Aaron? Oh God, no! Oh, if I was... <laughs> you know what? It it is. Fucking Howard the Duck. It's not. I'm sorry, Aaron. <laughs> uh, it's a great film, but it's not. It's not a comedy to me because it's a serious superhero film. Um, my number one. There's only one thing it could be. It's already been said. It is the greatest '90s teen movie ever. It's American Pie. American Pie. Right. <laughs> Do you not like American Pie, Taryn? I do. Um, I think it's better. The thing I don't like about American Pie is, is if it wasn't for American Pie, we wouldn't have been forced with all these shit films that followed, like Not Another yeah. Teen Movie and all that Not Another Teen Movie is amazing. Well, it's not, and that's why you don't have a film degree. Um, so... <laughs> have a script writing degree in writing film. Well, if you're going to write a film like that, then you pack it in now. No, I am... Um, I, no, I do like American Pie. Certainly the first one. Second one's all right. Third and fourth are a bit meh. I do like no, I do like the first one. It's, again, it's it's one of those films, especially as a boy, 
um, when it came out. It's yeah. just one of those films that you watch him, it's just like, oh my God, is this what we've got to look forward to? When they get to like high school and college, I'd and... already done it all, me. No, I got I won't do that. I already had that pie. <laughs> it's like warm apple pie. Is there a British um, version? I'm trying to think. In between it. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, yeah. like American British pie. It's quintess- British pastry. It's quintessential nineties comedy. It is phenomenal. It's it's one of those films that. It's never going to be replicated as good. It's unique. It's perfect. And again, you could watch it all the time. And the casting is great. Like I said, Stifler yeah. is amazing. He's, you all know, like, Jason always wants to be Stifler, but he's never going to be Stifler. Yeah. And you can, and you <laughs> and can watch it all the time because it's always on ITV. <laughs> yeah. It's always on ITV too. Yeah. Um, um. Especially yeah. the second one. I was going to say, American Pie 2 seems to be on board. <laughs> I think the wedding's yeah. on the most, isn't it? Oh, God. Yeah, the one where they're like all in it again, that's not that bad, that film. Reunion. The reunion. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah, it's right. not I, I got really excited for Reunion. I know Mercedes would tell the story. It that bombed, though, it was didn't in it? Box office it happened, it right? no, no, I was in Scotland, in Scotland. and um, I was like... So this girl's my best friend now, but I was living with like four or five other girls who like I'd never really met before. Ooh, and that could um, be a film. I was like, we're going to see this film. And it was going to be at like one of those really small cinemas with like the curtains. And then um, I sat, who's again, who's now my best friend down. I sat down and I made her watch all three films just so I could drag her along with me to see the reunion. <laughs> and she'd drink it. Right, so there's so many great moments, like you said, with Finch and the whole um, bit, and then the prom bit as well, just going into the end. And of course, you didn't talk God. about it, but this one time at band camp, I yeah, flew in my pussy. <laughs> <laughs> we've all done it. We've all, oh, we've all, we've all been there. Again, like I said it, it launched the career of Sean William Scott, Jason Biggs, um, and it's just it's phenomenal. So I know, obviously, I think around the time, I think she was doing Buffy. Alison Hannigan, I think you were around about the same All time. Right, she must have already been right, yeah. Uh, typecasting, though, like, I think, like, it, it made and destroyed careers with it as well because everyone just calls him, like, Stifler and things like that, and it's just, yeah. I don't know, like, yeah. you just... Well, there's like, the whole thing going. Orange is New Black and me, like, oh, that's the guy from American Pie. I couldn't put my mind yeah. to... No, it's yeah. a, similar to that. We were watching Jane Sound and Bob uh, strike yes. back the other day, uh, and obviously the, they go to Hollywood to stop making the film of Blunt Man and Chronic and the people that are playing Jane Silent Bob is James Van Der Beek and Jason Biggs and mm. literally he references saying I'm the guy who fucked the pie that's all I ever get because <laughs> literally it's like, <laughs> all I ever get called is the guy who fucked that pie I'm never going to yeah. live that down but it's just one of those like, that's what he's always going to be known as because it is such an iconic movie and there's so many great moments that you can choose from with Nadia on the webcam yeah. to the prom scene and um, it's one time at band camp, Finch and Stifler's mum. Stifler just being Stifler. Um, obviously, M- Mina Savari and our striker in the choir. How sweet it is to be loved by you, by you. Oh my, oh my god, god, you're, you're gay. gay. <laughs> Come on, man, sing the words, you know it. It's just a great film. And again, it's so quotable. And it's one of those films, especially as a guy. Growing up around the time when I watched it, it's one of those films that was always going to stick with you. So, it, easy yeah. American Pie, number one. Mercedes. Oh yeah, um, 
Uh, my number one, I just, I couldn't not make it number one. It's my boys. It's Ted, Theodore, Logan, and Bill S. Preston, Esquire, Wild Stallions. Oh, I could have put my Wild Stallions t-shirt on. Oh. <laughs> um, oh, Bill and Ted, it's just, it's one of my absolute favourite films of all time. And um, when I was in California with my parents, um, we made a special detour to go to San Dimas. My mum was just like, where the fuck are we? Where the fuck are we here? <laughs> and me and my dad were like, literally, we were stood um, right out in front of like the big, the big sign, the town sign that says San Dimas, which was right by like some traffic lights on the main road. And we're stood there posing doing air guitar. And this police car just pulled up at the traffic lights and they're pissing themselves <laughs> in the car. But they were like, yeah, respect. We get it. And we went to the Circle K. I was like, there's strange, strange things. things and it's just oh George Carlin in that film is absolutely brilliant. So R.I.P. God rest his soul. Um, I like his um, cameo how they managed to get him in face the music, yes. even if it was oh. only as the hologram. Obviously, he had to be there. I just I adore him, um, and he is hilarious in Dogma as well. Um, but yeah, uh, obviously going through time, getting all the, the historical characters and those guys, all the people that play the historical characters, like, you don't see them in anything else. They're such like, they're, no, they're no, nobody actors, you know, no one knows who they are, but they do it all. They all do it brilliantly. And the scene in the mall is just fantastic. <laughs> and so it's great. all, like, the music is great. And at the very end, and you know, you've got the music playing while they're doing the big presentation. Everyone in the school's there with their ice cream, and their popcorn. And oh, it's just brilliant. And of course, you have the most iconic um, quotes of, you know, be excellent to each other and party on dudes. Party on dudes. Oh, it's the best. I love it. Great film. Finish it off, Taryn. What is number one? What is number one? (laughs) What is number one? (laughs) Number one is a film that has literally only just been released in the last couple of weeks or so. And I watched it not last week, the week before. Um, or was it? No. Yeah, sorry. I watched it last week. I did. Um, it came out last week. Yeah, I enjoy it much better. <laughs> I enjoy it much better than the first one. So it's a sequel. The number one greatest comedy movie of all time is coming to America. <laughs> Has anyone watched that yet? Is it- no, I haven't because it looks shit. Of course, it's not number one. It looks as worse as Norbit. Oh god, it looks awful. No, it, it's a uh, number one is Frothy Top. Oh, what a film! Absolutely, Frothy Top. Have you seen it, Aaron? I don't know what Frothy Top is. That's Frothy all- Top. It's a great film. It's a row. It's got comedic elements in it. Um, and basically, what, what is the basic storyline though? To well, Frothy- it's- it, it, like. Obviously, I know what it is. I know what I know what it is. But like, so many people as well don't know, like the frothy story top. Of it. Basically, a man and his milkshake for nothing's coming up when I search frothy <laughs> top. <laughs> Wait, isn't it, you're on airplane. Okay. No, because number one's frothy top. Right, frothy top is a film. To be fair, frothy top is 21st century Taron. Fair enough. Frothy top is a film that me and Jamie wrote in college, (laughs) and it's about a man and his milkshake fall in love. Right, (laughs) it's a chocolate milkshake, and they want to get married. But there's laws against getting married to a milkshake. There is so in 
typical Thelma and Louise style. They get in a car <laughs> and they drive across state, getting into trouble along the way, trying to find a priest or a vicar <laughs> that will marry them. Objects no, the, mil- the milkshake <laughs> is like a frosted a glass fridge, cream yeah. on the top. <laughs> yeah, It is cherry on the top. There's a scene, no. there's, the, there's the obligatory sex scene where you don't see anything, but then the guy just comes out the, the room with a chocolate moustache across the top, <laughs> and then as they're getting away from the cops towards the end, he drives slightly too quickly round the corner and spills the milkshake. <laughs> the milkshake dies, so he thinks oh, I've got man. nothing else to live for, so he drives and dies over in, the- yeah. He does. So, and, I mean, uh, it was either that or the the shooting scene, like literally just getting out of the car and there's all police around him and they start fucking like shooting into him, like kind of like a like short shot ah, moment. But obviously, as the milkshake just goes, it everywhere. Like, I want someone to animate this. Like, it's not an I'm animated movie. It's a live action film. It's a serious <laughs> Stanley Kubrick film. In it. Maybe oh, yeah. animate it and send it. To it's the a CC production. Maybe all the fans that are listening, if someone out there's listening, yeah, please no, animate this. We haven't copyrighted no, the idea that so someone's going to steal it. That we one. know we if this is nominated it. for the Oscars next year. Wacky <laughs> oh, Phoenix okay. and his milkshake. <laughs> <laughs> right, the number one guy. <laughs> the number one greatest comedy film of all time is Airplane. There what else would it be? A lot of people probably don't know this, but Airplane is a direct, almost line-for-line, scene-for-scene remake of a film called Zero Hour from 1957. Um, I advise anyone to go on YouTube and watch it because the brilliance of Airplane is two things. It's one, the fact that they've got Leslie Nielsen in there and his first ever comedic role, which was great for the time because he was only known as a straight series actor up till then. And second of all, it's because it is a straight, almost line-for-line, shot-for-shot remake of Zero Hour, which follows exactly the same storyline. The fact that there's a plane in the air, it gets into trouble, and they need someone who's a previous pilot on there to control the plane and land it. But the brilliance of it is, is that they only have to change the odd word or the odd couple of words in each line to yeah. make those memorable quotes that we know, to just turn it into absolute comic genius. Um, there's even a line in there that they don't change, that they keep, that's exactly the same in the film i can't remember what it is specifically how it's said but they obviously don't realize how funny the line is in the original film so they <laughs> they keep it in and just leslie nielsen it's just the way that he dictates the line back just makes it hilarious it's something along the lines of he says something like um oh there's only two ways we're gonna get out of this but then names three different ways and that's in the original film <laughs> um, that's not supposed to be funny because it's a serious film so they just use that in the film again but of course because leslie nielsen is delivering the line it just makes it 10 times is funny um my favorite lines in there like jamie said before what was the choice for dinner oh there was a fish or chicken oh yes that's right i had lasagna um <laughs> so simple so brilliant it's, it's like, <laughs> obviously needs to be taken to a hospital hospital, a hospital <laughs> what is it it's a big building with patients but that's not important right now <laughs> yeah, exactly. you've got the 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 
pilot when little Johnny's taken up into the cockpit and he speaks to the oh. pilot and goes, oh, you ever been in a cockpit before, Johnny? No, sir, I've never been in a play before. You ever seen a grown man naked? <laughs> just like, <laughs> like, like about gladiators. <laughs> he does, it just keeps cutting to him. Have you ever been in any uh, Turkish prisons before? <laughs> it's absolutely fantastic. Well, and... One of the things that when I rewatch it, though, like I didn't realise at first was obviously it's Kareem Algier, isn't it? Is that his yes. name? the actual yeah, yeah, basketball yeah. player and he's yeah, like he, you're yeah. him aren't you and he's like no i'm not him he's just there wearing his basketball shorts <laughs> but again that's another homage back to zero hour because i don't know who it is but in zero hour the co-pilot was played by a former nba basketball player <laughs> so again they just put nice. all these little twists into it um i think that you know the when they're in the tower <laughs> yes. well, I was going to say, like, when you before we started recording, I was like, are you going to mention Wizard of Oz? Well, obviously, you've got Eddie M, Eddie M. It's a twisty. panic, so he's just running around. And you've got the scene where the plane's coming into land, but it's still probably about 50 miles away. And he goes, oh, God, it's coming right for us. And he just dies out the window to safety. And it's about 50 miles away and he's heading towards them. Um, shit hit I the just, fan. Just throw yeah, shit in boom. the fan. <laughs> I, I just don't... This is why this film is at the top of most lists when you look at lists online. And if it's not at the top, it's second or third. And I, I've i never met anyone, even if they don't think the film is great, that doesn't at least find some of it funny. Most people think it is great. I think you've got something seriously wrong with you if you don't. Yeah, Aaron. Yeah. Aaron, oh, see, this is... Uh, this it's is got your... one of the most famous lines from Hollywood as well in the whole... Surely you can't be serious. Serious, I am serious, and don't call me Shirley. <laughs> <See>? <laughs> I, but there will there was a sequel. The sequel was uh, the sequel is basically a, a remake of the first one, really, just with a yeah. spaceship it's in space rather than a plane. Um, I you will never get a film. I don't think that. I mean, obviously, the naked gun came close. Every line, I mean, every line in Airplane is a quotable line. The old you know, lady in the jive, guys. Yeah, there doesn't <laughs> seem to be a part of the script that's just filler or just part of the script. Every line from the beginning to the end of the film is quotable or is a joke. And it's not even necessarily a joke. It's a line from the original Zero Hour film that's just delivered in such a way that is absolutely hilarious. Aaron, you need to go and watch Airplane. You oh, is there a see. doctor on board? Well, I think he's a doctor. Watch Airplane. That- they cut uh, to that like, very good, but airplane is. But what about OJ? And OJ, <laughs> you know what I mean? When I, as soon as the the letters O and J, I was like, I did. <laughs> watch, <laughs> watch airplane before you watch the Naked Gun, because like I said, every line's just covered. They they cut to this expert at one point on the news, and he just goes, "They bought their tickets. They knew what they were getting into." I say, "Let them crash." <laughs> 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 Oh, absolutely brilliant. And of course, the autopilot is great. (laughs) Yes, you're going to have to blow the autopilot. What kind of plane is it? Oh, it's a big, pretty white plane with red stripes curtain in the windows and wheels. Looks (laughs) like a good tile, though. (laughs) It is a great film. I I had to have it on my list. Because oh god, I don't is. feel very well. What's wrong? Oh, I haven't felt this way since I saw that Ronald Reagan film. <laughs> <laughs> I think the only weird that bits that 
a kind of like uh, to me would be the flashbacks. And I just don't like they're okay, some of them, but the, some of them are just that, uh, but like every yeah. bit on the plane and like Leslie Nielsen, uh, he's yeah. obviously the best part about the film, Leslie Nielsen. And the woman, the air hostess, is great as well because she's just so like airheaded. And it's just great. And then the little the girl at the uh, the front as well, where they're all singing with the guitar. I can't remember what they're singing, but it's just great. And I, I, think... I love the jive people. And we didn't even mention it. The, the, the start as well, like the, the repetition of all the people trying to sell them like the stuff where it's like, you want a flower <laughs> or whatever. <It's> just like... <laughs> yeah. Church of the Mormons, Letter from Christ. But there's a particular scene in there which is one of the more famous scenes that's more of the visual comedy rather than say anything. And it's when the plane's really got loads of turbulence going and everything starts shaking. And then it cuts to this jelly that's shaking. And then it just cuts to this woman with big tits and her tits are just going like (laughs) shaking side to side. And it's, oh, it's brilliant. Yeah, definitely, definitely the greatest comedy film ever made of all time well the scores suggest otherwise but it there you go <laughs> right <laughs> i swear if ferris bueller's horse shit off is number one so um it technically it did tie in fifth place airplane uh with wayne's world with 11 points again this is the main reason of why we wanted to do 20th century and 21st century because there is so much diversity yeah. on this list yeah the, the winning yeah, film got 19 points, and it, all it had to do was be high on two people's list. Um, 13 points tied third is Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure and Monty Python's Holy Grail. Second place with 17 points, just missing out on top of 19 points. Ferris Bueller's Day Off got 17 points, which means the greatest 20th century comedy movie is American Pie. <laughs> I don't know what to think. <laughs> I almost the... feel a bit dirty, like I need to go and have a bath. <laughs> what was on Kieran and Jared's list that they sent you? Kieran did have American Pie at number one as well. I would hope yeah. one of them two at least had airplane on there or the naked gun. I will see. Like Kieran sent me a quick list, and it. Oh no, Jared did. Sorry, Jared had Doctor Strange Love. Yeah. Full Monty. Oh, uh, Clueless. Uh, Toy Story, The Goonies, Back to the Future. It's not a comedy, but okay. Um, Four Gremlins, Three American Pie, Home Alone at number two, and his number one film was East is East. Oh, East is East is great. But uh, then um, Kieran had... uh, Kieran only gave me, like, six films, Breakfast Club, South Park, Dazed and Confused, Airplane, Holy Grail, and American Pie at number one. Oh, Christ, so it's, yeah. Very yeah, just don't do matter. I mean, it could have got a little bit more higher score, but American Pie wins. With Lovely, nice. well, we win. have our winner then. Yeah, so we'll see. I mean, again, it's most likely going to be quite diverse. I know you, you might struggle, Tyron, you mentioned that you might struggle with 21st century, but there's so many different films that you don't even realise when you're looking back and go, oh, yeah, I forgot about that, I forgot about that, I forgot about that, I forgot about that. Um, mm-hmm. Like I said, I had about 30 films on my shortlist for this one. So it's going to be crazy, but hopefully um, well, it's going to be. Yeah. When we're doing it. Uh, we're doing it right now. Let's, let's go, guys. 
film episode two right now. Right. Uh, most likely next week. I mean, this number episode ten, American Pie two. This episode will <laughs> no. come. Out. I mean, it is two thousand, so it could be on someone's list. Who knows? I hope not. Um, but this episode will be released on the sixteenth of March. Uh, we'll probably record on the sixteenth of March and, and then release it on the twenty third. And then after we've done our comedy movies for the 21st century. We are moving on to our next category, which exclusive, you've heard it here first, will be sports movies. So, who knows who's going to come back. Maybe Taron will come back. Maybe Maybe Mercedes will come back. Maybe Jared and Kieran are off probation. He might come back. Who knows? Number one, the water boy. (laughs) 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 Uh, But thank you very much for coming on. It's it's been a pleasure and we'll see you next time.